Hey guys, it's Sleepy Kid. Today is April 27, 2017. Um, you're about to listen to an amazing podcast with the one and only Jordan Grace, who is uh, destined to be just a legend in the world of pro wrestling. Um, this marks the first time we've spoken to uh, someone who's not a fetish model, too. So this is going to be, it's, uh, it ended up actually starting a little bit uh, rickety because I wasn't quite sure how to proceed in uh, in the questioning process, but uh, things started to really evolve and she just told some great stories and really brought some insight into uh, her world and uh, and you know we got to hash some stuff out and vent some frustrations and, and have some laughs so it was uh, it was great you guys are gonna really enjoy it um, on a sadder note uh, people in the Atlanta area who uh, uh, who knew a gentleman by the name of Master Chuck, uh, Chuck Hicks, um, found out last night that he passed away. Um, Master Chuck, I'd only met him once or twice, but he was always really, really sweet to me. Um, just a legend in the local BDSM scene, and just uh, one of the nicest guys uh, anyone could know. Um, uh, he passed away, I think he was in his 70s, um, and we should all be so lucky to live to 70, but I think he deserved more time. But uh, this one's for you, Chuck, and... Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I was gonna say something cheesy, but no, this one's for you. Uh, everyone else, enjoy the show. <clears throat> You're actually the first person I've done notes for. Like usually, I'll just kind of ask questions, but like you had, we had such good ones that I was like, fuck it, let's write them down. That's good. Um, Cause you know, with, what do people ask about? Fucking when it comes to fetish models, a lot of it is lip service. It's like, can you ask her what it would feel like if she puts me in a neck scissors for like five minutes? I mean, that's just a question we all want to know. It's what she would do to me, and oh. so I'm just like, no, we're not going to ask her that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of panties do they wear when they jog? You know, shit like that. And I'm just like, so we a lot of a lot of questions are cool. A lot of questions are like, hey, how'd you get started in the business? But I'm going to ask that anyway. So, all right. So let me do the intro here. All right, we are good to go. All right, uh, three, two, and all right. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, I have no idea what episode this is. I think it's like 17 or 18. Uh, today's the 26th of April of 2017, and today's a very special um, episode because we are here first time ever. Uh, not only she first time ever on the podcast. But she's our first guest who is exclusively uh, a pro wrestler and uh, a damn fucking good one. Uh, so we're here with Jordan Grace. Hello. And um, Jordan is here to shoot with us uh, for the week. And we just did a clip of you getting beat up by like an invisible wrestler, which is really, I think this is the second one we've done like that. Right? Yes, I think these are my favorite ones to do. <laughs> Those were really, really fast. <laughs> uh, in the background, you can hear my wife, Jacqueline. Uh, she's been assembling furniture. It's very exciting. If any of you have a fetish for uh, furniture being assembled... Yeah, she's real good at it. She's really good at it. (laughs) She knows how to put the screws to the wood. Ooh. So, um, we are going to... You know, like, uh, this is kind of new to me, too, because I'm used to talking to to fetish models, and I, I kind of developed a pattern of how to ask questions but well since this is so different can i just ask you a question first yeah since sure we're already i'm not a fetish wrestler or model so how how did you uh get your podcast started mm. what did you think about it um uh actually it's happened with you and a few other girls in the past where you end up sitting around a fire 
and having a couple drinks or whatever and then you just start talking and you start conversing and you're like coming up with these topics and some fucking crazy stories both from wrestlers and from models because we've had people like Taylor Hendricks here Amazing Kong Angel Williams you know uh, my friends Lacey and, and Rain like we, we get together and start hanging out and talking you know it's some really good fucking story so I was like why are we why won't you know we should like share this with, with the fans and uh, a lot of the girls you included you know it's been like four or five years now you guys have become like staples of the of the brand so they they feel like they kind of know you so for the, them to be able to like be on a flight or some shit and be able to pop in a podcast and just listen to you guys talk about your lives and how you got it started like I was like that could be interesting and it's done it's gotten pretty popular like we were expecting it to be like I don't know like a people people who go to Facebook I was like I'll get like eight listeners or something that'll be fun but we're getting thousands of people like listening so that's so, good it's gonna be interesting because uh I'm sure a lot of my just fans that just watch pro wrestling, they don't know a lot about this fetish stuff. Yeah. So they're probably going to hear some questions that they're going to be like, oh. Is that your phone? Or is it my phone? Oh, that's my phone. Right. My bad. Oh, no worries. Um, no, yeah. And that's kind of how it happened. And a lot of, I was telling you earlier, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff online that's like under the topic of sexuality. They have podcasts, but they're usually like call-in shows or like they'll have interviews with like Playboy models and stuff, and and not to knock that, but like a fetish model's life to a lot of people is a little more interesting, um, because you know Playboy Playboy models usually have to play a role, so it's just like the whole like, what do you enjoy? I like long walks in the park and puppies. And yeah, that's true. I love being blonde, and so um, and not to not to knock blondes, you guys are awesome. <laughs> She's blown up, man. I know. Um, okay, so he picks the worst times to call. So. <laughs> Oh, we got some interference somehow. I think I think is it actually the is my phone. Yeah, is it the phone? Okay. I'm just gonna put my phone over there. All right. Okay. So we're gonna start uh, where we start with everybody. That's one thing that we do have in common with you. Um, for those of you who don't know who Jordan Grace is, you've been wrestling for how long now? Pro, pro, uh, basically pro wrestling. This is my seventh year. So I've been wrestling six years total, but this is like. The beginning of your seventh year. Yeah, the beginning of my seventh year. And uh, for those who have seen her online or you haven't, you know, just look her up on YouTube. There's a bunch of matches up. Um, I, I'm i not blowing smoke up her ass when I tell her that she really is, like, one of the best workers I've seen in and out of the ring. Um, and in my mat room, you do stuff that, like, most people would be fucking deathly afraid to do. Uh, but you do it very smoothly. And the stuff I've seen where you're in the ring is just, I mean, it's amazing. And you're just now, you're still kind of, I mean, you're very young. You're still kind of starting, even though, like, your your skill levels are through the fucking roof. Well, I just turned 21. Mm-hmm. But I swear, like, just yesterday I was, like, 15, 16. So time just flies by, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. When you're a wrestler. Um, I'm going to be 30 before anybody knows it. <laughs> I swear. You're going to wake up tomorrow 30 fucking years old. Dude, I woke up yesterday and I was 40. So, there you Oh, go. yeah. You were almost twice my age. I Congratulations. Think you, you pointed that out. <laughs> That's the second time you pointed that out. I really appreciate it. It uh, makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I'm going to take that as a compliment, uh, whether she likes it or not. But, um, but, yeah. So, I guess one of the questions here, which actually is... A good one. Um, is what got you into the business? Uh, was it something you were into as a kid, or did the interest just come when when you were like, I don't know, a little bit older or what? I used to watch wrestling when I was like ten and eleven. Um, I wasn't like super into it. 
my mom started dating this guy who she eventually married, who she is now divorced from. So he's my ex stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, he trained to do wrestling, and I went with him to a few of his like training classes and stuff. Okay. And I just kind of got involved in it from there, and it snowballed. How old were you when you first uh, started training? Fourteen. Fourteen, and. Um... Did you have any favorites? Uh, what what like what did you watch? Because I know this that's this is gonna fucking age me or date me. Um, but what were you watching at the time? Because like what, what I was watching when oh, you were your age. I was watching when like, you know, like Zack Ryder was like a big was like a big deal. The the woo 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 you know it kind of deal. I watched that. I, I I I didn't start watching any of the old stuff until I actually became a wrestler. Yeah. Like I didn't start watching any of the Attitude Era stuff because that was already past my time by the time I had started God, wrestling. Damn. Yeah, you know uh, <laughs> Ashley Massaro and Trish Stratus. I remember watching her, and I don't normally tell people this, but my my real name is Trish or Patricia, but everybody calls me Trish. And my little sister's name is Ashley, and so we would role play like we were Ashley Massaro and Trish Stratus, <laughs> and like <laughs> roll around the living room floor and try and do crazy moves and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like you and like eight thousand other fucking teenage kids, like. Yep, basically. Building, building rings in the backyard. Like so. <laughs> we didn't go that far. You know, we actually tried to do that with a trampoline, but it was not working out. You know what's fucking funny? I was we, I forgot how to do the sharpshooter because I hadn't done it in a long time. And someone's just like, I'll do the sharpshooter. And I was like, oh, fuck, how did that go again? So I look up on YouTube, like, how to do a sharpshooter. And it's these fucking two kids, like, doing it perfectly well, by the way. Like, they're in their, they're in their living room. Like, their parents are eating dinner in the background. And they're like, how to do it? <laughs> they like put it on. I'm like, okay, you did it How right. How old are they? Like teenagers? Uh, they or... were like ten or eleven, just like fucking putting each other in moves. And I was like, I can't believe I'm relearning this move from a kid. But like, it's huge. It's like it's a it's a massive thing. Like all over there's like I'm sure thousands of like federations online that are just people in their backyards beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, and you know there's a lot of like backyard federations who post how to videos of how to do moves. Like there you'll is... just see it's like a field, and then they have the the <laughs> ring in the field, and it's like. How to do a body slam. And like, <laughs> how did you guys get a camera out there? Is there, is there batteries? Uh, fuck, man. But yeah, no. Uh, there's actually, I've seen one channel that I think that's called, I think it's called How to Do or How to Wrestle or something like that, that they these guys will show you how to do these, these moves. What did we do before YouTube, guys? I like, don't know. You went to actual... How did we learn moves? We went to training? Like, no, dude. Fucking even dangerous. You just would watch them on TV and tape them. And you're like, just, that looks easy. Just rewatch them on TV over and over again. Yeah, and you're wondering why kids are breaking their fucking legs, jumping off the couches and shit. Um, so, okay, so you started training with your ex-stepdad. Um, did it immediately, like, take? Like, you were like, oh, shit, I really want to do this long term? At the same... I mean, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like... A freshman in high school and I was also doing amateur wrestling so like Greco-Roman style yeah like like freestyle wrestling and like a singlet and stuff like that and um I don't know I just it just kind of happened I wasn't doing like you know 10 shows a month or anything like that I was probably doing like one or two shows a month for my first year how do they how do they bill you if you're underage do they just have you do that like just kind of like, Texas doesn't have um, a commission for wrestling, so oh, you can just jump in and do whatever. Yeah, and Mexico definitely doesn't, which is where I spent some of my time. So they had like literally eight and nine year olds beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, it was wild. Holy shit! Yeah, that wouldn't be legal, uh, I guess, here at all. And they have um, these had they had these eight and nine year olds, and they were like dressed in like really like slutty outfits too. 
What? And like calling the calling him like sexy so and so blah blah blah, and I was just like whoa. Fuck. Maybe we need to. Fuck. Maybe we should build that wall. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh hate comments. Here they come. Build the wall. Um. No. So. Um. Oh. Okay. Well, that's that's a new fact. Yeah. That's. I'm, and then, you know, a lot of places up here, you have to be 18. Yeah. Like there's commissions in, well, not up here, I guess, in where I'm, where I live at right now in the Northeast, like Virginia, Maryland, New York. They take your blood pressure and do all that fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone was asking earlier if you needed to get um, a license to be a wrestler in a certain state. And someone said in New York you did or something like that. Or You don't have to have a license. You just have to, the commission comes and they have a lot of like stupid rules. Like you can't touch the bar- the barricade. Stuff oh, like oh, that, okay. or they're shut down the match. Yeah, like what if you get fucking drop kicked into it? Like, is that you have to? I mean, it's it's up to their discretion. They're oh, like, Jesus if they're feeling like assholes, then they can do it. Yeah, commissions, ladies and gentlemen. So, <clears throat> what uh, the the other question? Well, what was the training process like? Uh, I'm assuming you know it's like most training stories. It, it's fucking one of the most uh, difficult things that you could do. I mean, I've, I've read stories about, like, fucking um, uh, football players, ex-football players that go to do pro wrestling and they can't cut it. It's just, like, it's just too fucking hard. It's just the repetition of learning bumps was mm-hmm. the hardest part. Like, that was the worst. Like, all these different kind of bumps and, like, looking back on it now, I probably didn't need to learn eight different bumps. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember there was bump one, bump two, bump three, bump four, and they would go through, like, you know how some of these guys are in training school. Like, this is, like, all they do. They're never going to make it to a bigger level, so they try and flex their power and try and show these new trainees, like, oh, you don't you you don't deserve to be a wrestler. You can't do this, blah, 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 blah. And they'll just, like, destroy you. See, now you're really. going to get the hate comments. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's so true. Like, you're going to get some guy, like, who works at there's still There's still some guys that are probably still at that training school I was at doing the same exact shit. Ah, Jesus. Um, and yes, if if you think I'm talking about you, then I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I mean, you've definitely emerged uh, from the crowd, and there's like thousands upon thousands of people who, who you know, go to these schools to try to become a, a pro wrestler. And um, uh, I'm assuming when, you, when you're doing it, because that's one thing I've talked to fans and, and wrestlers about, about, is what drives you, like what is it you want out of it. And for one of the topics that we're definitely going to go into is money versus exposure and I know that that for a lot of wrestlers they're just like you know what I'll go do this show and I know they're probably not going to pay me a whole lot but I want the exposure I want to be I want to be noticed I want someone to to maybe take me to a different federation or I mean I'm not sure how it works but I was going to ask you like what is it that made you kind of like run for it um I just I mean I just really I think I got into it as a hobby I didn't do anything in high school like besides the amateur wrestling I wasn't a part of anything so I think wrestling like made me feel like I was a part of something mm-hmm. so I mean I would love to I loved, love to go to shows before I was even wrestling and like hang out with people and get to know people and stuff like that and so when I started wrestling I could go to the back of the locker room and you know it was cool just hang out yeah so that's good now when you now when you got into traveling and doing road shows and stuff like that not road shows but going on the road to do shows um, like 
was you know how was that was it difficult at first because like i said i know a lot of people who are starting in the business and it's there's not a lot of money if i'm if i'm correct no i wasn't making anything like mm -hmm. literally i wasn't making anything my first few shows i made zero dollars <laughs> like <laughs> and i i can't really fault them for that they were all shitty matches like i was <laughs> a terrible wrestler when i first started like literally well, I, I think yeah. in the first like in the last two years that's that's where i've really started to kind of hit my stride and you know go to training more often and learn how to do different things and try and you know stand up from the crowd a little bit well you did and um i mean i was there when you you know obviously i mean not when you first started started but definitely before you started hitting your stride and um and like i saw you kind of almost like transform um, from... Yeah, I saw you post like a before. And yeah, picture. yeah, yeah. Because it was like, or I don't know, did you post it and then I reposted it, or I forgot. Maybe, I but you, you just posted it again recently. Yeah, I re yeah, because I was just like you were. I it was a reminder that you were coming. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's on her right here, but check it out. She went, you know, from like this adorable like, you know, scrapper to like fucking powerhouse and like you know total beast mode, which is great. Um, but... I was in my rebellious phase when I shaved my head. <laughs> that looked. I thought that was a good look, actually. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, Couldn't put my hair in pigtails, though. So. No, no. I mean, you could have done wrestling, or you could have been like a dubstep DJ, <laughs> whichever one or both. Um, but uh, you did. Um, yeah, you started showing up at a lot of pro shows. Uh, your look started to evolve. Even your gear. Even like just you know the the your presentation. One of your clips that you posted. I think uh, I forgot which one it was, but it's got like thousands and thousands and thousands of views yeah i think beyond wrestling is one of the places that i've gotten to become a part of that's really helped me stand out i think that i think you're talking about the one that has like eight million views mm -hmm. yeah that's a Fuck, match. I said thousands <laughs> it's got dozens <laughs> yeah that's my definitely my most viewed video <laughs> that's awesome fuck um so yeah we're you know I am, and people, of course, the girls that work with you here at Sleeper Kids World are very honored every time they get to work with you. Even girls who don't know who you are, like, will work with you and be like, I, I feel like I just work with somebody who fucking knows what she's doing, and, and you definitely do. So I'm, I'm very... That's so nice. I'm very, yeah, and I'm very happy that you continue to, to come back, because, you know, we love working with you, we like hanging out, and uh, you have, um, you, and I, you and I have very similar actual senses of humor in a weird way. Like, the stuff that you find funny, I find fucking hilarious, so whenever you post stuff, I always, it's... It takes all of me to not sit there and fucking write back something equally ridiculous, but um, but yeah. So we um, uh, so we're moving past that. Uh, let's see what we got. <clears throat> I, I haven't done, never done questions because people always send some interesting ones, but I never use them because um, the conversation just goes. But uh, just so, for everybody out there, Santiago has literally a list of questions. Yes, yeah, they're just sitting that he's there. reading from. <laughs> But no, so let me ask my own. So, um, so now you, you know, you got to the point where people are starting to notice who you are. You know, people, especially online. Uh, anybody on the streets ever stop you at all, or no? That's happened a couple of times when I first moved up to York. Um, I was it was literally like my first day there, and I went to get gas at a giant gas station, and uh, this um, what do you call those a pump a pump attendant? I guess. Yeah, yeah was looking at me like really funny, like staring at me. And I was just like kind of creeped out because I was like, why the fuck is this guy just, you know, looking at me like that. And so I really, I, I hurried up and, you know, pumped my gas and then drove away. And then a few hours later, I had a message in my inbox on my fan page. And it was like, hey, were you just at so-and-so? And I was like, 
yes. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, I knew it was you. <laughs> they, they were like, oh, I was too nervous to come up and say anything. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I had the same. I'm not going to tell the whole story because I told them before on the podcast, but Jackie and I had a similar thing where we were like at a at an airport and this guy stared at us for like 10 minutes and then we got a message later and he just stared at us smiling like he was gonna it looked like he was just gonna like follow us home and kill us but it ended up being just a fan who was too nervous to come up so it's it's an interesting uh situation when that's when that's happening but um um how did you you know what this is a good question how did you uh first hear about our site like i know uh, I mean, for the, everyone listening that probably knows, but we shoot map-based pro wrestling, so we don't have a ring yet, uh, which I'm working on this year to hopefully get a ring going. But like, yeah, what? what Didn't I see some pictures? I have no idea. Like, of you uh, in the ring recently? Was that? Is that? Yeah, but those are like. Oh, those, oh, those are ago. old. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. those are from like. Oh no, well, actually no, those are from Arizona, from like a year and a half ago or something oh. like that. Yeah, but. Um, We'll have to take you next time we go to Arizona to work with my buddy Ricky. Yeah, I've never been to Arizona before. Dude, he has a killer ring. It's like in his backyard in this huge like building enclosure. It's like air conditioned. It's awesome. Um, but so uh, you were asking me uh, yeah. how I first heard about you guys. Yeah. Uh, I first heard about y'all from Claudia Del Solis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Um, I don't remember the exact conversation, obviously, but she had asked me if I wanted to come up I guess you had contacted her yeah and maybe asked her to find some other girls and then we ended up driving out from Texas I remember she or she contacted me I'm not sure which how it worked but yeah she uh she had asked me if I think like should I can I bring somebody else and okay I was like yeah sure and I think your name well, that, came up at that point yeah that drive would have sucked by herself oh so. Jesus Christ yeah a lot of girls do that they're like I have a friend who wrestles but you know I just I need company because it's fucking seven hours or whatever uh, but that was Texas, so that was probably... It was like 16, I think. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. I flew down here this time. <laughs> I think the past three times I've actually flown down. Dude, I can't... It's, like, it's way better. I can drive maybe like two hours before I start getting antsy. So I like to fly. Even though I'm, I'm definitely afraid of heights. I can I'm not that bad. I uh, can go at least six. Eh, I guess if you split it with somebody else. I just get like, you know, I just get fucking road weary very quickly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, okay, now I remember, you came down with Claudia, we did some matches, it was a lot of fun, and then, you know, what was your first impression? Was it like, holy shit, this is different, or this is weird, or, you know, get me the fuck out of here, or this is awesome? I, I don't remember what I really thought, mm-hmm. like, I just can't, I can't recall what I was thinking at the time, and that's really something bad about me, is I can't <laughs> remember <laughs> things I was thinking at a certain time in my life. Um, <laughs> when that guy had a gun to your head, what were you thinking? You're like, ah! I was fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the main thing I remember from that trip is that Claudia got two tickets on the way up, two mm-hmm. spinning tickets, and so all of her pay went to those tickets. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's like the main thing I remember. I don't think I knew that. That sucks. Sorry, Claudia. I probably thought it was weird because I had to wear a bathing suit, and I do not think I was very comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was wearing a bikini at that point, though. I think it was a one piece. It was like a one piece bathing suit. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think someone posted a picture of it. You were wearing just like a green oh. one piece or something like that. Also, I forgot my makeup, so I had to go buy what little what little makeup I could with what little money I had, and so I had like no makeup. I had no fake eyelashes, which was the worst. <laughs> oh my god! Every time I see those pictures of me from from that from well, all that those years ago, I'm just like, oh my god! Holy I look shit. like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, I thought you looked fine, but fucking <laughs> what women think of themselves is completely different than what men think when they see them. I mean, I just got off a, off a 16-hour drive. I had no makeup. I didn't do my hair. I was mm-hmm. just like, I was the best. No, no. I, yeah, I remember I asked you, I was like, what's your comfort level? And you're like, I, you know, we can, I'll do this, but I won't do that. Um, but then we had some really good shoots. It was a lot of fun. And I'm glad you came back. Uh, Claudia, were, I think, was... Uh, if I'm correct, Claudia's no longer wrestling, at least for the time being, which sucks because she was really fun. But uh, hopefully she'll make her way back. Yeah, she actually uh, was involved in a hit and run, you know? Yep. She told me about that. And I, we hope she, she recovers quickly. And, uh, yeah, that's, that fucking sucks. Um, but, um, yeah, we do hope she makes makes a comeback. She did mention that, you know, if she has, has the ability to, she'd like to. But right yeah. now, you know, it's recovery and stuff like that. Um, but... Uh, so now you've you know you are where you are now um what are the current so just so the fans know it's what are the current uh promotions you're working with or just is it just beyond wrestling or no it's beyond um i wrestle for wsu i've been wrestling for just like smaller promotions like pro wrestling magic battle club pro um and some different ones just here and there like whenever they pop up uh, nova in virginia okay there's a bunch of different ones. Sometimes they're just like single shot ones, and other times I stick around for a while. So I do want to. Um, I'm having some wine. Um, I'm trying to hide it from the mic. I'm like, here, <laughs> listen to that shit. Ooh, um, that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds really wet and whiny. Um, so we had. What I want to do with this conversation, because there's a lot we can talk about, but um, I want to kind of eventually take it to that point where you entered our world, which is like, you know, the world okay. where like fetish entered. Fetish. I barely uh, have my toe in the door there. So. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm trying to think which way to start. So the best way to probably start it would be like when when you started working with these federations, because um, there's a lot of fans. Like one of these questions here, it has to do with the, you know one of the ones that I actually like asking pro wrestlers is you know when you got into the business. Um, what were you know some really positive experiences that you had that kept you in and then some maybe things that were so bad that you were like fuck this because there's always both i've noticed there's like the yin and yang of experiences when you're first starting out the main things were like um that wanted me to that had me kept going keep going was like the traveling i love to see like new places and different places and just having like good matches mm-hmm. like those are the two main things um, but there were some also some really shitty experiences, like promoters stiffing you money. I remember one time. I think I, it's universal. Yeah. Yeah. The board. Yeah. I haven't been stiffed in a very, very long time. Thank God. But when I was first starting out, that happened way too often. And I remember one time this promoter stiffed me and we had a group of guys and there was a veteran in the car and he doesn't get very stiff very often either. He's like worked for WWE and all this other stuff. And so he decided to steal some stuff from the venue. So, <laughs> so after basically everybody had left, he and the other guys went like inside this venue and just started like stealing random things and putting it in their trunk. Holy shit. And so, I mean, this dude was obviously going to have to pay yeah. the place back. I think it was a, I hate to say it, but it was, a, it was probably a church. Like that they were just stealing things from. <laughs> That's how much these guys just cared. I mean, that was funny at the same time. I was just like, wow, this is actually happening. This is my life right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, so, okay, that's, so walk me through that because I really, so. 
and we're going to get to more of that because there was there's this whole clash between what's more legit and you know what's sexier what's what's more fetishistic also what's more um um not not evil because I got that word <laughs> thrown at me the other day like oh yeah well it's more evil and I'm like, it's not evil it's it's the whole exploitation aspect of it okay. but so you get to the show you fucking driven god knows how many miles mm-hmm. or you've flown in I'm assuming these this guy didn't pay for your hotel or food no this was this was like my first year in and it was probably a show like four hours away mm-hmm. and um oh this was a guy i'm gonna just gonna say his name because i don't care his name is jimmy prez and he runs a promotion called twf in texas jimmy you still owe me about 75 dollars (laughs) but anyways so at this show this dude legit he'll take promo pictures of you and he'll take the pictures and he'll sell them and he'll keep the money for himself where does which he is, sell them, like online or no, like he sells the them. Show? He sells them at the show. Oh shit! Which is wild because wrestlers sell their own promo pictures. To, like yeah, it was crazy. That's like if I go to Dragon Con or something and there's like William <laughs> Shatner and I take a picture of him and then I just start like setting up a booth next to yeah, him. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> and that was how that was. It was insane. And um, oh, he also gets cardboard cutouts of like uh, John Cena and Mark Henry and other wrestlers. And he has the fans pay to take pictures what? with these cutouts. With fucking cardboard cutouts. <laughs> so that was one of their big things. Fuck. No, the best part is when he whenever he made flyers, he would put a picture of the cardboard cutout on the on the flyer, like it was like the like, real wrestler like, was like there. He was gonna be there. Like yes, John Cena was. And then be in there. tiny little disclaimer letters, right? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> cardboard setup. Oh my god. That is fucking amazing. The most carny promoter in Texas by far. That is amazing. Holy shit. And so I don't know if he's still running anymore, but it's like... I mean, if there's a god, probably not. Actually, I think he is because Thunder Rosa... Oh, there's no god. (laughs) Thunder Rosa, she said that she's wrestled for him recently. And uh, she said he hasn't, like, fucked her over, so that's good. Okay, that's good. Maybe he's gotten better. Yeah, he's learned from mistakes. Maybe maybe he's using cardboard cutouts to people who are actually going to be there. (laughs) That'd be nice. Um. (laughs) Anyways, I'm sorry. I think I got distracted from the question. No, no. What were you you saying? No, I'm I dig, like, I love tangents. Like, yeah, you get me me one of those. I'll come back like an hour later and be like, yeah, we were talking about sports cards. Oh, another thing. So in Texas, at least when I was there, they had this really weird thing of you had to wait until after the entire show was over, and then at least at this promotion, dude, old dude would sit down with his stack of envelopes with his like the money, and he'd call the wrestlers over one by one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is like it's not a thing in the Northeast. Like every time I've ever been to a show in the Northeast, I've got handed my pay as, almost as soon as I walk in the door, and then I, I can leave after my match or after intermission. So it's like night and day. Basically, so you having to wait till after the show. Yeah, yeah. So for your first match, you're waiting another two, three hours. Fuck. So that was that, and then he would have a sign something. I think to say that I, he might have written it off on taxes or something like that. But he had to sign something, and I just remember him being like, "Oh, you know, the draw was not good today. I'm gonna have to give you twenty five dollars instead of a hundred or something like that." <laughs> And I was just like, yo, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's that's such a common fucking story. Like, I'm not going to 
tell me like that's the same exact story I've heard like a hundred times over from different people who have visited and people that I've met um, and so that's oh man but you know for every story I have like that I definitely have like a good story to go along with it like mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago a promotion had booked me and they canceled the day before which sucked because I didn't have the time to get another booking but the dude ended up PayPaling me the the fee that I was going to be making that same day that's good so that I mean yeah that's good. And, and, I, think it, and I mean, obviously, I, I think that's great. But at the same time, um, <clears throat> like I, I've always felt strongly about taking care of your performers, taking care of your models, taking care of your wrestlers, taking care of people who just fucking edit for you, you know. Um, and uh, so when I see a company doing it right, I'm like, that's great. But they should be the norm. You know, I, I shouldn't like I wish but I promoters. Didn't. Most promoters are not businessmen. They're marks. Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. They don't know how to run a business. They just want to say, oh, I run a wrestling show, blah, blah, blah. That's a good point. No, I don't even think about it that way. They don't know how to advertise. I mean, their flyers are normally shitty because they don't want to invest in someone who can actually make it. Like, I saw the there's one, so many factors. I saw the fucking really cool one. It was like Sin City. Yeah. That man. was, like, I geeked out over that a little bit. That was pretty fucking sweet. Um, for those who didn't see it, but it's basically like a mock-up of the Sin City poster, the Robert Rodriguez movie. But it's like you and like um, I it's like Keith Lee, that's JT the guy, Dunn, the guy in the front, Joey Ryan. Okay, yeah, maybe the yeah. penis guy. Love that guy, by the way. <laughs> if you talk to that dude, tell him I'm a fucking fan. Like, I show his clips to people all the time. He does. Joey Ryan. Yeah, that I'd like when someone we're sitting there like we're YouTubing, like you get drunk in YouTube, and I'm like, you've got to see this nine guy dick flip. And, and he did it. Like, it's like nine dudes in Japan, like, doing the, the, the yes. dick move and doing, like, the, 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 and you know what? the he's, snapmare. <laughs> he's so funny. Uh, the other day, like, an old school wrestler was, like, shitting on him, basically. And he sent out a tweet that was, like, just so everyone knows, nothing I'm doing is more fake in wrestling than an Irish whip. And I was like, yo! <laughs> oh, my God, that's so true. <laughs> that's a good point. Um... But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, we totally went off the rails. No, actually, no, we didn't, because I told you to, t- to walk me through the experience of, like, getting stiff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That's the experience. And, and then it's just like, yeah. And, and you're right. It, it, they're not, some of these guys are not being malicious. It's just like they don't know how to run the business. Yeah. And you're not going to get as much money. You can't. And to me, that's like me saying, like, hey, come down to Atlanta. I'll do four matches. And then you show up, and I give you four matches. I'm like, yeah, but I can only afford to pay you for one. <laughs> you know, it's like, No. Dude. You've never done that to me, just for the record. No, 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 no. I would never do this to anybody. It's like I know what I can afford, and I know what the customers have asked for, especially through their customer requests. And there's been times where, like, if I'm expecting you to get at least three or four customs and you only get three, I'll do, like, two more out of pocket because I'm just like, she came down here, like, you know, I want her to have a good payday. And, of course, like, meals and stuff like that. Like, I always feel like when I go to someone's house and, like, I'm working for him and like it's really hard work like when they put out a little spread or something like, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice it's like oh thank you you know cheese, yeah that's one of my favorite things about cheese and like here. food just a little bit of like you know sausage or something like just something I've been to sh- I've been to shoots in like fucking LA and New York where like you know Jacqueline's going for like a full day and like I'm like, you guys want to order a pizza or something like, yeah these girls have been here for five hours like oh if you want to <laughs> And I'm like, look, I'll go down the street, pick up some fucking tacos, I'll bring them back, you know, that kind of thing. But um, Yeah, I don't think girls realize, like, how much I like to work here, just because there's, like, so many things that would never happen 
in pro wrestling. Like, like I was telling you earlier, I was amazed that there was like a, a thing of razors downstairs for the girls to use. That was like, I'm still going to talk about it. I actually posted a picture on my Twitter because I was just like, Did you really? Wow, look at this. You gotta, if you're a women's custom wrestler, you will understand the gravity this has. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you know what? You have to thank Jacqueline Velvich for that one because she's. Uh, She's very, she's she's like me like she wants the girls to be 100% comfortable. Yes, they I'm so spoiled here like <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Else. <laughs> like, you ain't got a box of razors? <laughs> um but let, okay, so we're going to start moving into that area which is where the world because you were on a track for like 4 or 5 years of just pro wrestling, pro wrestling, pro wrestling and then you were doing shows and then you started to run into the world of like where wrestling gets fetishized to a degree. Um, in this case, you know, on my side, obviously you were, you know, wearing bathing suits, which mm-hmm. is, you weren't wearing, you know, a lot of girls are wearing square cut gear or just doing like the, the singlet style kind of look, um, where a lot of our fans like the old school, like 1980s LPWA kind of look. Um, but when did it, when did it start to feel like, cause I noticed, I think you did a couple of other companies besides me when you first started that were doing mat based stuff to, or, or not mat based, but like just custom based stuff, right? Yes, that was my mistake. I mean, um, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm cool. There was, <laughs> no, I'm saying that it was just like a huge mistake. Like, I remember there was a promotion I wrestled for in Dallas, Texas. I wrestled him for him one time before, and uh, then I moved to St. Louis. And then the first experience was fine. It was weird. It was like literally like I can't, it was like a trailer park. And I wrestled two guys and one of these. It was, it was really weird, I'm telling you. <laughs> It was a little shady. Yeah, it was really shady. Was this but live I got or paid. was this taped? This was taped. Okay. Yeah, it was taped. This was like a, a custom shoot, I guess. Holy shit. Um, and then the next time I wrestled for him, he asked me if John wanted to wrestle. And John was like, yeah, if I can wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. The guy was like, okay, that's fine. So we did the match. And then afterwards, old dude wanted us to sign waivers. And John, being John, he read through the waiver and he was like, I'm not signing this because the waiver said that they were going to be using his real name and likeliness on the website. Oh. And he was like, that makes no sense because I just, I just wore a mask. wore a fucking mask. Yeah. And so the guy was like, oh, well, we can't pay you unless you sign it. And John was like, that's okay. Just keep the money. I don't want to do this. Just delete the video. So long story short, a few weeks later, dude decides to fucking post the video. And so we go through this whole long process of saying, well, we're going to sue you. If you don't take it down because you're using his name in the video and we didn't sign over any of the rights to that. Fuck. I wish I could remember his name because I would call him out, but I cannot remember. (laughs) That's just how little you mean in my life right now, but that's just a story. Fuck. Uh, And And even, you know, even some of these customs promotions are shady, just like, just like that. Like that for, it's an example. Was was the first one the one that was in the trailer park? Did that ever see the light of day, or was that more like? I think I think it did, yeah, because I saw like you know screen grabs of it Jesus. and stuff. Um, but that the second time was just horrible, and it wasn't in a trailer park either. He had like, in a he was running an apartment in oh, wow. downtown Dallas, and like the apartment was empty except for mats, and it was cool except for you know him being a fucking douchebag. Oh, so he's the one who made or did the waiver thing with John? Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to call him out. Uh, I think he knows who it yeah, is, too. <laughs> yeah, I can write his name down for you at some point. Just, like, <laughs> hand it over to you. Um, uh, I don't know the guy, personally, obviously. I don't I, I don't know him. Is this um, turning into, like, a shoot podcast? Yeah, I feel right? like I need totally to stop. <laughs> it's okay. Fuck it, dude. This is the real shit. Like, 
I, I don't want to be one of those fucking like things you listen to on the way home on the radio where it's like like NPR where it's like and we're here with Jordan Grace who's going to talk to us about her life as a pro wrestler uh, Jordan take it away and then you just fall asleep and crash because it's fucking boring no fuck that talk shit <clears throat> so you don't have to name names that's the thing you can talk shit but I, I know who you're talking about, about me, I though. know who you're talking about though I'll probably name names just because I mean that's you, that's up to your discretion I just feel like if, pe- if the person who I'm talking about is listening to this and wondering if it's them I just want them to know that it's them but I also I think because this guy if he's listening he knows that I know who he is because this is this is this he knows is, that I you know, know who he, he is, is now okay. but I don't want to call him out because I'm not going to give him the attention that he's desiring you know, like if I if I say what his name is or what his company's name is, and you know he's gonna end up getting fan attention that he probably doesn't deserve. Yeah, true, true, um, true. And so no, but I know you're talking about. I think he's he's like oh, we'll call him the the bad pal drivers guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll stick it. Yeah, soon to probably have an accident and <laughs> fuck someone up, guy. Um, that's his nickname. And who has pe- who has people sign waivers after the match? Like I didn't. Yeah, you know what? That's fucking true. <laughs> Yeah. That's... What if someone gets hurt and they haven't signed a waiver and they have to go to the hospital? He's going to be like, oh, can you guys wait in the bathroom for about 30 minutes? I'll be right back. <laughs> you just hear the screech of his truck like... <laughs> if he's nice, he'll call an ambulance on the way out. He'll just be like, hey, guys, I heard some screaming in room three. No, fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Now we're getting to the to the crucial point here. Your career is now delving into um, into fetish, where and I wouldn't say fe- I mean fetish to a degree, but you know custom work is un. So let's just say you're now starting to get into stuff that's not in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. And um, so you did that one thing in the trailer park. That did, was a long time ago. And then the Dallas thing. Um, has there been anybody else? Any positive experiences besides SKW or? You mean just like with with this oh, kind of mat wrestling or any kind of taped wrestling? Because you've done like I've done customs. I've yeah, done you've I've done a like, lot of custom shoots. Like most pro women's wrestlers do custom shoots in the yeah, ring. Yeah. yeah. So you've done stuff for um, uh, MLW, NEFW. Um, I can't think of the other one. It's, it's New New England. Any yeah, that's NEFW. NEF. Is anything? Okay. NEF. Sorry, no, that guy's really nice. He's, he's he's reached out to me and talked to me. So I'm sorry, I forgot. But it's NEFW. Oh, yeah. They're they're actually. They have some pretty good ring setups. I've, I haven't seen a whole lot of their work. You know, I actually just did, like, my own, like, first custom shoot with some girls uh, last month. Like, is it for your own company? I don't, I don't not really say, I, I haven't really committed to it okay. yet. But you but, have footage somewhere. Yeah, I sold it already, actually, so I've, I've made, I've made a profit, so. Okay, so you, okay, so you did what we call, like, you outsourced, basically. You shot stuff and you, you gave it to another company to, to release, or? Uh, no, fans ordered the customs and then I sold the customs to another company so that they could sell them on their site. Yes, so basically, yeah. yeah. You basically, yeah. What is it, little man? I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to be interviewed? Sorry, my dog is. It's okay. Um. So. So yeah. So, so but that's the extent in terms of like uh, taped stuff that's not in front of an audience. Because I know you've done. I can't even think their fucking names. I always battling. No, the ones in Florida. Have you not worked with those guys? Yeah, probably not. No, no, it's not Slamming Ladies. I haven't worked for them. Oh, Slamming Ladies. Oh, and you know, Beyond. You know, Beyond was doing like a, like they were calling them sleeper cell tapings, where they were doing real matches, uh, like and like posting them on YouTube for their channel. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that. It wasn't in front of a live audience. Oh, so they were just doing like, oh, sweet. Yeah. So me, I, me, and Heidi Lovelace, 
um, wrestled the hooligans, and they posted that match on there. She's awesome, by the way. She's like, I, her fucking Yeah, she, she got signed, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's she's a Ruby Riot now. Awesome. Yeah, no, she was... over NXT. She fucking... I saw one match online where I was like, this girl can sell. Like, she was just... Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She was really cool. Um, so, uh, the next step, of course, is you were doing our stuff, and this is where it gets interesting because we, we started to, you know... Did you differentiate between like, okay, well, this is the ring tape stuff and this is Matt's tape stuff? Is it something in your head where you were like, okay, I feel that this is of a different nature or I would be more prone to like show this to a friend than not? Because there's this weird thing that I've been feeling the last couple of years where like in the pro wrestling world, and this is what we've talked about this many times, mm-hmm. I'm glad we're able to talk about it here, where there's this weird stigma against Matt wrestling. And even like, not even mat wrestling, but just stuff that's not in front of a live audience. There's this, and a lot of it comes from, not a lot of females, a lot of males in the business that I've talked to will suddenly call out a girl because she did a video that wasn't in front of an audience, even if it was in a ring. And they'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, well, you, if it's not, in, it's not a live show, then you're just prostituting yourself. You know, or if it's a custom script, you know, then you're, uh, insert horrible name here. You know, and so that's where I was wondering if you have to, if you've ever had to deal with anything like that. Yeah, I think you know I've had to. Oh, I'm asking you because I know. <laughs> uh, this is called a leading question. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've had to deal with that a few times. The, Do tell. The, the biggest one, I don't even remember what his name was, but the biggest one that I had to deal with was that time when uh, that guy just openly started talking shit about me and how I was a what? What do you say? I was a I was a hooker. Or yeah. a prostitute for doing your... for doing for doing my stuff and for doing anything where you were wearing a bathing suit. And or... what's weird is he was he he screenshotted something of Jacqueline's and was posting it and saying that's what I was doing. Yeah. When I don't know what I don't know what that was. What I, he did that was... wasn't a wrestling thing, was it? No. God okay. No. That'd be a hell of a wrestling video. Because yeah. obviously there's different things that you that you do sometimes like that's not really wrestling, like some fantasy stuff, like yeah, superhero you know, and stuff, yeah. and like girls. Fucking yeah, there's different types like of that. stuff that you sell on your yeah, site. We do so. com- any sort of combat will do. So if it's like martial arts, ninjas, fucking superheroes shooting, you know, fucking yeah. bolts at each other. Um, but what he did, and this is a guy, like, I don't want to name names either. Even if I remembered, I wouldn't because you, you don't want to give these guys attention because that's what they fucking crave. But this guy was a pro wrestler, um, and the first thing, he had done it before. I he, would use that term there. Sorry, he was a... <laughs> He was a, somebody who imagines himself to be a pro wrestler. Yes. Um, Luke, I'm going to put you in a little room and just lock you away. He's He just wants some attention. <laughs> you want to put him on? No, I don't know. Put him on his lap, on your lap. He might. I feel like that's a bad idea. He but might start fucking like, yeah, I think. Um, but uh, so this guy, for people who didn't see it, I mean, and of course many of you didn't because you weren't on the, the whole thread, but he started basically calling you out for for doing taped stuff and for wearing, uh, you know, one-piece suits or even bathing suits. Yeah, bikinis. Um, which was, let's just start with the irony of that because you're dealing with a guy, most male pro wrestlers don't walk around in singlets. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't walk around wearing long pants. The day, Actually, the day of the long pants is over. That was like, I think like the last pro wrestler I saw with like long, like tights, I, I can't even remember. Like maybe Brutus the Barber or something like that. But um, he wears, I mean, guys wear the equivalent of, like, swimming trunks. They look like fucking mm-hmm. Speedos and boots, and that's it. 
and it covers more than a, than a female bikini, I would say. It definitely covers, um, uh, sorry, covers less than a female bikini. It definitely covers less than a female one piece. So for him to just suddenly start pointing on like, well, you're wearing a bathing suit, you're a whore, it was really infuriating to me. And then he was saying that the only legit work is in a ring and the only legit work is in front of a crowd. And then we started talking about the WWE doing some pretty racy shit back in the day. Shit, ECW too. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, they were pile driving Beulah while she was wearing like fucking a thong. And, uh, you know, Tommy Dreamer would fucking bend her over for five minutes before picking her up. And there's like all these people, I guess it was in, was it, I don't know, Jacqueline, was that in Philly? Yeah, it was. Whatever. Yeah, all these guys screaming. like, And I'm like, and I was watching it on TV going like, this girl's been bent over for at least like a good 20 <laughs> seconds. And then he would pile driver and her fucking just be thong ash, you know, hanging out. WWE did the whole thing with, with uh, Lita and Edge fucking pretty much making out in a ring. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'll play devil's advocate for a little bit because I can kind of see where they're coming from because you know those things you just described they're about ob- objectifying women mm-hmm. women they're not about wrestling and so what he's saying is that if we objectify ourselves it's mm-hmm. not okay it's only okay for men to objectify women in wrestling you can't do it to yourselves because if you do it then it's not legit wrestling it's frowned upon wow that's even worse <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck. No, but even then I was saying like, because I, I was, I was, I mentioned something about, look, what if she does legit pro moves in a mat? And he was still like, it's still wrong. You know, I'm just like, so do you have some, do you have a, does he just not like four inch thick mats? Maybe he had a bad experience as a kid. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he dreamt. I don't know what his problem is with it. Like, I mean, is, is he's getting paid $30 and I'm getting paid what I'm getting paid here. So <laughs> I think that's mainly his main issue. And another dude started speaking up who was just fucking even, like, he was worse. Like, the original guy was just a, a, this wannabe pro guy. This other guy was another guy who was a wannabe pro, but he, like, he, I don't know, he worked in some podunk town. He was saying some really brutal shit. And that, that picture you mentioned was actually a picture of my now wife doing a fetish shoot for my friend Scott. Yeah. And it was just her doing a thing where a girl was tied up and vlogging her, which is, mm-hmm. when it comes to fetish and BDSM, that's as basic as it gets. They've been doing that shit since the 20s, you know, on, on like, little, like, camps. That's yeah. uh, okay. Uh, but he posted a picture of that, and he's like, yeah, what about these sluts? And I'm like, do you not know that's my <laughs> fiance, dude? And that that girl, these girls, and, and it's this weird thing where these guys, I feel, because they can't, I don't know, it, and this is probably very basic, but I feel like, because they can't get laid, maybe that makes it a source of frustration. It's like, I don't really know what their <laughs> issue is. Like, it's like, why are you doing this for these guys? But I can't find a girl, and I'm a pro wrestler. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm too filled with anger about it because of that. You brought out my wife. It's just annoying. Say. Like, just leave people alone and let them make money the way that they want to make money. Like, that's the main thing. And that's no thing. one is shitting on the business. And no one's shitting on on fucking uh, what's his name, Joey Ryan. Yeah, Joey yeah, Ryan. Guy's doing dick moves in the middle of the ring. I mean, people are shitting on him, but are they? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hysterical, man. That guy's awesome. I mean, it's it's sports entertainment. You know, it's sports entertainment. Dude, I look. You know, when when someone defends ring wrestling just because it's in a ring, and that's the only reason, I have nothing to say to them because I'm like, you're dealing with like, and I and I remember I asked the guy, I was like, so one of our girls wearing uh, one piece wrestling another girl wearing one piece doing legit pro moves or even just doing grappling like that's dirtier than 
Cain raping Lita? And they're like, yeah, well, that was, that's just work, man. It was just, but it was in front of a live crowd. Look at all those people. I mean, they've got to make money. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> that's a weird double standard. But yeah, so now you, that, that's where I wanted to get into it because it felt Most like. Most men have those kind of double standards, though. Like, I don't get it. I don't it, fucking get it. If women do anything with their body that they're comfortable with, they're immediately like sluts and whores and all these other kinds of things. But if they, women do something with their bodies that the men themselves are comfortable with and they applaud it. Yeah, then they're, they're like, yeah, that's fucking hot, man. <laughs> like, well, well, what if I do it over here in this corner? Like, no, man, you're being a whore. <laughs> and it's, it's a weird double standard. And there, we could actually talk about this for hours, but we're not going yeah. to. But yeah, so. It could go on and on and on. Just the. Just to kind of sum that up, guys, like, um, I, you know, I am aware that what we shoot is not pro wrestling. It's it's not in a ring, at least not ring pro. I mean, all pro means is that you're getting paid to do something. Yeah. And we are wrestling. Yeah. So. And we are wrestling. I just wrestled myself today, so. And we get, I guess the difference is we, we yeah, you got to wrestle someone who wasn't there. I mean, you know what's funny is I don't have to pay that guy a cent. <laughs> That guy works for fucking peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> that guy works for free, man. I'm like exploiting him. Um, yeah, stop exploiting invisible people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so guys, don't do that. Just, just from sleeper kid. Just like, leave people don't alone. Don't be a fucking dick. You know, like if there's one thing that I've learned from doing, and you're gonna learn this too when you start dealing with people, all these girls that do this stuff. Um, you're working for, you know, you're working to, to make. A living. You're mm-hmm. trying to fucking pay your bills. You're trying to pay traveling costs. You're trying to pay, you know, uh, food costs when you're tr- when you're doing that shit. Oh, you know what? No, here's another thing I'll bring up is that that guy was like, oh, name one wrestler that's in WWE that did customs, and I think I named like five. Yeah. And he was like, well, name some more. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> name at least fifteen. <laughs> If you can't, like, then you're a whore. And then he just starts saying specific names like, I don't think Charlotte has ever done this. Like, Charlotte is Ric Flair's daughter, so <laughs> probably not. Um, I believe there were some um, live matches being sold by a company called uh, e- EW, no, EWW, was it? Um, it was, they went by Extreme Women's Wrestling. Okay. But when they sold their DVDs, they called themselves Erotic. Oh, no, no. So someone like, uh, there was a wrestler at the time named Alexis Luray, who was in these matches, and so were these other pros, and they would get released in these DVDs where it was like, here's their match, and then the second clip on the DVD was two girls fucking in a ring, you know, and then they would go on to another match, and they were never told that they were being billed alongside, you know, lesbian porn. That's wild. Which, hey... I got nothing against lesbian porn, but if you're going to be built alongside of it, you should be told. Yeah. Now, Alexis LeRae now works, at, or used to work. I don't know if she's back or not, but she's, I, I don't keep up, man. I usually, I, I should. But she was Mickey James. And um, and then I was like, shit, you know, like you could easily go back to that and be like, well, Mickey James was on a porn DVD. Yeah. Even though she had nothing to do with the fact that there was porn on it. But some asshole, like the dude we dealt with, could easily be like, Mickey James isn't real because she fucking was in his DVD and there was these two fucking girls scissoring. And and yeah, it's it's weird, you know? But I think like WWE had her do something that was even like just as sexual, which was like she played like a lesbian yeah. stalker that went after Crazy Trish character. Stratus. And I'm just like, there's fucking little kids watching like and I don't care like you know if you want your kids to watch lesbians fucking go for it it's better than them watching people getting murdered on TV but like 
it's still like if you're calling it family entertainment and you have this whole storyline where she's getting stalked by a lesbian, I'm like, fucking call it what it is. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's enough. I think I think we can move on from that. We can go on for hours. But um, uh, moving on, there's a, a couple of really – you guys asked some really good fucking questions. You, met, you made my job a lot easier. Now, you mentioned John earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we say his full name? Yeah. Go for it. I'm pretty sure that everybody knows. Um, yes, I'm dating – I can say this now. Wait, can I do a Ring of Honor superstar, Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> um, I've met Jonathan many times, uh, and he's a fucking great, really sweet guy. And uh, the second, third time that you brought him over, I, out of curiosity, popped on. Like, I just watched one of his matches, and I was like, fuck, that dude can work. Holy shit. It was him and this dude who was, like, slightly bigger. But they did this technical match, and I was... It reminded me of, like, old school. Like, really old school. Like, there was no there was no gimmick. There wasn't a, like, you know, let me tell you something. It was just, like, these two guys really putting on a fucking show. So, Jonathan, if you're listening, you're, you're great. Um, now, the question is... Don't tell him that. He has enough people telling him that. I mean, Jonathan, is. you're you're pretty okay. Um, <laughs> I think I told him last night. I was like, you know you're an awful wrestler. Right? <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one who's ever going to tell him that, so I should just say it. <laughs> Ever since he got signed, like, a few weeks ago, like, people just come up to him in the locker room, interrupt the conversation between me and him, be like, man, congratulations. Uh, it, long time coming, man. Long time coming. And I, I swear, that's the main thing I've been hearing. Long time coming. You're, like, rolling your eyes in the corner, just like, come on. I'm just like, oh, my God. Uh, just leave it. Just leave, go away. You're like, he's not that fucking Just good. stroke that ego. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, he can only do a triple backflip. <laughs> I haven't seen him do a quadruple one. Yeah, yet. right. <laughs> so until he does that, until he can name 15 people that haven't done customs. Um, so uh, so what's it like? The question is, what's it like dating a fellow pro wrestler? And the addendum to that question is, do you think a relationship with someone who wasn't in the business would ever work as well, I guess, as well as the one where you're dating a pro wrestler? Well, to the second question, I do think it would work. And I would feel really cool dating, like, a normal person and being able to, like, explain to them. Because I feel like they'd be like, oh, that's so awesome. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, I know. And I'd show them all my videos and blah, blah, blah. But when I showed John, he just, like, nitpicks and was like, oh, <laughs> you should have done this and not this. But I feel if I was dating, like, a normal person, they'd be like, wow, this is so cool. Like, my ego would definitely be boosted if but, I was dating, like, a normal person. But I on guess. the other hand... The fact that you have John watching your videos and he is giving you pointers. I know, but just like if I feel like something looks good, I just I don't want to hear. That's what. That's you know what. That's what fans are for, man. Like I will put up a video of like something that I'm not sure about, yeah. and fans will be like, "Dude, that fucking rock. That was really good. That looked really good. Or that that special effect or that move." I mean, he definitely gives me really good advice, for sure. Like. But that's I guess the thing. I, he challenges you. So I guess good. I can't date someone who's like a fan. Well, no, no, that's a big difference between dating someone who is a. What if you date someone and then they become your fan? I mean, uh, shit. I I guess I can see that happen. <laughs> like he's like, I never knew I like pro wrestling. You know? um, but uh, no, I do. But but which I'm assuming he gives you like feedback and you work yep. on your your technique a bit more because of that. Yes, and I mean I hate to say it, but I've definitely just grown a lot in wrestling since we've been together. Well, I've noticed that. Like, for sure. But you, I'm sure you give as good as you get. Like, whenever you watch his stuff, you're like, hey, you could have done this better. Or... Yeah, he's so fucking good, man. It's <laughs> so hard. Like, I really want to be like, you did this wrong. But I'm like, damn, that was just so crisp. Yep. Ugh. 
There's some spots he'll ask me about, and I'll be like, oh, I think you should do this instead, and he'll agree with me. But for the most part, it's like definitely him critiquing my stuff. Jesus, now I feel like he should never show him one of my videos. No, he, um, he doesn't like to watch custom stuff, obviously. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying just if it was something cool. Like, if, let's say if I had you, like, if I did a video where you, like... He's had, very hard to impress. But what if you had, like, okay, what if I did, like, a cool special effect? Like, some girl shoots fucking lasers out of her eyes, and you just fucking stop it with your hand? Because I, <laughs> I know he's a comic book fan. So if I did that... And I sent it to him. I showed. He'd be like, "Fuck, that girl, that girl just shot lasers out of your eyes, and you stopped it with your hand." That's yeah, funny. he would probably think that's cool. okay. All right. He'd probably think that's. I funny. know. I know the way to your heart, Joan. Um, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna. Oh, so the other part of the question. What was that? Uh, it was. Do you think the that they, what we know is what was it like dating pro wrestlers? So obviously, schedule wise, do you guys um, have different that, schedules, or how does that work? You know, it's 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 difficult sometimes, guys, and it's it's really easy other times, like. We get we get each other booked on shows and we get to spend time with each other doing that. But at the same time, we also get booked on a lot of different shows. Like just this past weekend, he was gone for five days in a row. Like he was gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, oh, four days, I'm and sure. Sunday. So he had four shows in a row. Um, he was like in Canada and all these other different places, and so I didn't get to see him like all week basically. And then today, I'm in Atlanta. He is up in York still, but tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow he goes to uh, St. Louis, so he flies up to St. Louis. So, so when do you guys meet up next? We will meet up on Saturday morning to drive seven hours to Beyond, and we have Beyond uh, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, there you go. Shit. Yeah. So have you guys ever been booked to do a match against each other? Uh, besides no. the one in that fucking trailer park. Oh God. Let's not talk about that. No, one. that was not official. Not yet. Oh, okay. But because I would fucking wa- I would watch the shit out of that. Like I would sit down with Jacqueline. And we'd be like eating popcorn. Like I want to see what the fuck happens. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy, especially the schedule part. Well, I mean, the same thing goes with me. Like I dating um, dating a girl that does her own like, I, and Jacqueline can definitely be considered primarily a fetish producer. She does sleepy fetish, knockout stuff. <laughs> Bless Excuse you. Me. Oh, good one. Sorry. Um, but uh, she's allergic to fetish, guys. Ah, <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, it made things easier because like she understands the business mm-hmm. and like it's one of those things like you're you're editing a video of two really beautiful girls in bathing suits wrestling each other and it's not sexual but it's, it's it could be sexy to somebody who's into that particular yeah. look and instead of getting angry over your shoulder which happened a lot when I was dating earlier she'd be over my shoulder going like oh you should probably not with Jacqueline right yeah not with Jacqueline okay I would try to date vanilla girls we call them like when girls someone's not into the, oh, the yeah. business they call them vanilla and so like these girls would show up like we had one girl who that's lo- a good term yeah I like that oh you have never heard vanilla no I haven't heard that Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to start using that. Yeah, yeah. If a girl doesn't know anything about the business, it's vanilla. And so uh, I tried dating a couple of girls. I had one girl. I don't know if she's listening, but she might be. But she literally wanted to show up to it. She's like, I want to be at one of these shoots because I have a feeling there's some fucked up shit going on. And I'm like, don't you think I'd tell you? And she's like, I just want to be there. So she shows up. She sits in a corner having a beer, and we shoot like three matches. And this is back when I was shooting like in my living room. I didn't have, mm-hmm. I didn't have the fancy mats and walls. I just, had, I just had like a comforter on the floor because I was working out of an apartment, and it was shot with like three girls. We shot like three clips, very easy stuff. Back then, I didn't, you know, I hadn't really done a whole lot of training myself, so I was just like doing very simple mm-hmm. shit. 
And afterwards, she like apologized profusely. She was like, I'm so sorry. I thought, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought everybody just came over here and fucked. And I was just like, no, no. Like, we just work. Everyone wraps it up. We go home. And that's it. And so she apologized. And so that was a really good experience. But even then, like, Jacqueline has been that, that person who is, because she understands the business, she understands the business, she'll, she'll, you know, hey, do you want me to help you film this? Do you want to do this? So it's... Uh, that's why it works so well. I think that... I think that question was pertinent because of that. Like, you have the pro wrestler schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be in this town tomorrow by, you know, whatever time. You have to hop on a flight the next day to be at this thing. It's kind of like being an actor and you have to be in these different places yeah. to do press. Um, it's definitely hardest when he, like, if he like, goes overseas. Like, he went to Germany for six weeks, like, last year. He got to go to Germany for six weeks? Yeah, John's wrestled in, like, 18 different countries, I think. Fuck, now I hate him. Jesus. Yeah, he's done all kinds of crazy shit. All right. All right. Shit. John. <laughs> all right. I've been wanting the excuses to go to Germany. I know. So much jealousy. God damn it. I've been wanting to go to Germany just to fucking explore. He gets to go and work. Yeah, it's That's crazy. bad as shit. Good job, man. Um, so basically, so it has its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You, you get to do the same thing. You understand each other's craft. But also, there's schedule conflict. Yeah, and it, we will argue all the time about different wrestling shit like our opinions <laughs> on things and how things should be and how they shouldn't be Ugh, that's one of the like the main things oh man uh, but you know what like I said it, it, being in love or, or dating somebody who understands what you do for a living is a huge fucking bonus like it's mm-hmm. It's really good, and uh, and I'm glad you're able to do it. And he is, he's fucking great. Like, if I could hire him, I would, you know. And I, John, I won't give you a waiver after. Uh, you can wear a mask. But now that I've talked about it, people will know it's fucking him, so I can't. Yeah, you can't. Ah, I just ruined he it. Has, unfortunately, he has a very distinct, like, figure, too. Like, Yeah, there's nobody can, that looks yeah. like that dude. He's fucking, like, built. Like, <laughs> I don't remember how tall he is, but he's, yeah. Like, I think you'd recognize him, like, a stout black guy. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. Five, yeah. Well, I mean, we have like a six foot nine guy that no one recognizes, which is awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Tiny as long as I can. Um, but uh, but you know you know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, people knew. Um, okay, so uh, let's move on to other questions. There's some really fucking good ones. So I think someone says uh, fetish wrestling. Um, oh, as a pro, this is a good one. Can you elaborate on the whole heel face jobber mystique? Which role do you find yourself playing more often? Which one do you prefer to take on? I guess which one do you get asked to do more often? Um, for people who, once again, are this is this is very new because a lot of people who are listening are, are used to hearing about fetish. We're talking about wrestling, and in the world of wrestling, in the world of wrestling fetish, there's the whole role of like being the jobber, which is. I guess technically, how would you describe that role? I always say it's the girl or guy who's brought in to just basically, you know, put the other person over. Well, yeah, I don't really understand what he means by mystique. But yeah, a jobber is <laughs> a person that's brought in to put someone else over, basically. And they're all like, you know, characters in a play, like the prota- protagonist, the antagonist, like stuff like that. Like the protagonist would be like the face, mm-hmm. like the, the good guy. Um, and the heel will be the antagonist, the bad guy. Everybody wants to boo them. I think that's a mystique. So, and this is where I'll tell you work. And I don't want to make it feel like it's something that it's not. But with pro wrestling, with the fetishists, um, the way I saw it when I was a kid was what you said. The, the face was like, I don't know, fucking flying Brian Pillman. 
would come out <laughs> and with his goddamn, you know, fucking ties hanging on. Yeah, he's a good guy. He comes out, he high-fives everybody, yeah. and then out comes, you know, Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. And guess who's going to win? And but Or actually, no, with the, with the face, you he could win. With the jobber, it was always like Arn Anderson comes out or Kevin Sullivan would come out with the four horsemen and there would be like two guys in the ring that no one yeah, knew. Yeah, no entrance or anything like the that. Guys That's would be how more, they do it. Yeah, they would be like, and from local town, <laughs> guy number one <laughs> and dude number two. Yep. And, and it would just be, they would just be there as like fodder. They'd just be there to just get the shit kicked out of them and give the fans a thrill of like, and so for a lot of fetishists, in the female world, that happened too. You would have LPWA or even Glow, and not Glow so much because they had established characters, but like LPWA, you would have like, or even early WWE, you'd have like, there was one match that somebody sent me. They were like, remember Molly Holly? I'm like, yeah, I remember Molly Holly. They're like, remember when no one knew who the fuck she was? I was like, no. And so it was some match with uh, Tori, and Molly Holly was just a local girl. And they barely introduced her. They're like, and on this corner, some chick. Woo! And then here's Tori. And then the fucking crowd goes wild. Molly Holly's wearing like, you know, like like yellow, like one piece suit with boots. And she's just like, hi. And then what happens? She gets fucking ripped apart. Yeah. Tori. So a lot of these guys who grew up watching that dynamic, and I think that's what he means by the mystique of it, is that the jobber is always the girl that's like destined to lose. And in the fetish world, there is that dynamic of dominant versus submissive or yeah. dominant versus just someone who's going to get outclassed and so for a lot of these guys that key into that there is a, it, it makes a difference so like we have some girls here in, in, in SKW that, that proudly call themselves jobbers because they get hired to lose over and over mm-hmm. and over and you know what it's the same fucking paycheck and if yeah. anything as you and I both know both know it's a lot harder to fucking be the heel because you you're the one it's doing way harder. I would much rather job out all the time, <laughs> but I'm I I almost in custom matches I'm almost never booked to just like be the the rag doll like yeah. jobber. I'm always always like lifting these bitches up and you know throwing them around. I'm like I'm dead at the end of it. Stop doing this to me. Like just let me be a jobber for once. I would love to just lay there and sell and you know take some moves I'm that's, fine with that and that's the thing and so for a lot of the f- people who fetishize it um, if you are a heel you're the ba- like think about it like actually it makes a lot of sense because like when you think about BDSM like with bondage domination and all that stuff like sadomasochism mm-hmm. you'll have um, someone who's submissive the, the girl yeah. or guy who's tied up and then you have someone coming out who is the, the dom who comes out and just beats the shit out of them and that person looks like they're taking a beating but they secretly enjoy mm-hmm. losing and so that became this weird not weird love you guys uh, but it became <laughs> an interesting undercurrent that, that started fueling our customs because people had this fantasy of like the girl losing must love to lose because she does it all the fucking time. And then um, the girls who win must love to dom out because they do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a girl, uh, I, I, she won't mind if I name her, but we have like Anne Marie, we have Sumiko, people like that. Those girls, I mean, Sumiko is pretty good at, at winning, but she is great at losing. Like, she just fucking has this following where people, yeah. like, want her to get her ass kicked. Although she did, I think, defeat you in our last match that we did. But that was a really good match. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So the question with that in mind is, so which role do you find yourself playing more often? Like, whenever you're being... You said you said mostly... Well, in custom matches, I'm definitely, like, the, the heel. Okay. Like, I've what definitely about... done it more. And um, it's, like, right down the middle with... uh. 
with pro matches like yeah, yeah I've seen it's you, right down the middle I've seen you matched up against I don't know there's some girls that I I watched I watched one live match with you and I was like oh I thought you were gonna win I was totally thought you were gonna go because you were fucking powering through the match but it was just you and Taylor we're in like the the cool heel phase though mm-hmm. so that's like you know where the heel gets cheered and you know it's really hard for them to book you as a heel and the the, the smart fans now knows that the heel is better than the face wrestler like like you know ability wise yeah. and so they want to cheer the heel but you know so it's kind of like a weird dynamic there see and I think that's that's very fucking interesting because um, back in the day and this is something we're never going to get back mm-hmm. I used to watch those matches when I was a kid and it'd be like uh, here's you know Ric Flair versus some guy mm-hmm. and you knew immediately like that guy's going to get yeah. And, and but you would see him in every match every week, and you're kind of like, dude, he's just gonna like, show up and get your ass kicked. And they're like, I'm sure behind the scenes, he's like, hey, dude, I'm getting paid, man, fuck yeah. it. And it's like you said, it's a lot harder. Um, so, which role do you find yourself playing more often? You said for tape matches, you usually end up being the heel. Yep, um, I think like literally almost always. I think we've had you be be the face way more often. I think. Or well, in like in Matt in like customs where they send the scripts in yeah like i definitely am the heel more mm-hmm. no that's true that's very true i actually i actually make it an effort to have you lose a bit more just to give fans more of a taste of how you sell yeah because yeah, that and that's the other thing is because um, someone gave gave me this whole speech like years ago about like you know well you know isn't it disrespecting a girl if you have her lose all the time and i'm like do you realize how hard it is to sell these moves <laughs> Like, if a girl can sell, like, if you're, okay, so you show up to a match, mm-hmm. you're working with a girl you've never worked with before, and you're like, hey, man, I don't know you, we just met, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm sure in the back of your head, you're thinking, I hope she can, I hope that girl can sell. And in a real match? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's all about timing, yep. and, like, some of these girls, like, don't sell into the right position. It's, it's, there's so many different things that go into it. I'll say, Luke, come here, boy. Oh my god, he's got that I'm gonna go shit in the other room look. <laughs> Jackie! Oh, I don't know where she is. I'm sorry, little man, you can't go eat cat shit. It's not gonna happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so but in the yeah, so I'm saying in the back of your head when you're working with a new girl, uh, or even if you're working with somebody that you know. I just, if I don't know somebody, and okay. I don't wanna. Can you put my wiener in his special place? <laughs> If I'm working with somebody new and I don't want to sound like an asshole to them, like, I'll, I might say, like, something like, oh, you might know this already, but just as, like, as a reminder. <laughs> That's a good opening line. Uh, when I do this move, if you can sell into this position because I need you here for, for my next, next move, thing. Yeah. And if you're not there, then I'm going to have to fucking pick you up, put you over there, and it's not going to look smooth. It's going to look like complete shit, and I'm going to look like shit. when other girls don't work with you. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking annoying. It's like, just fucking give me something, please. That's what we were talking about, how being a jobber is very important. Like, if you're, if you're yeah. an effective jobber, you're, mm-hmm. you make a heel's dream come true. Or when, I mean, when girls oversell, like when I'm doing, you know, a bump feed. Yeah. Like, if a girl, if I do a line and then the girl takes, like, it's like, get up, come on, <laughs> come on, this is supposed to be, like, fast. <laughs> You're waiting 10 seconds for this bitch to get up? I'm sorry. I don't mean to cuss so much, but... It hurt really, really bad. She has to let everybody else know. Yeah, they have to let you know how powerful you are. 
Just one punch from Jordan Grace made me fall down for oh, 15 man. seconds. But it's awful. And like... But no, this is good. This is this is getting into the meat of it. And this is the stuff that I like to hear because this is stuff that... I, I, I like to hear the shit where you're like, I don't know if I should have said that. I'm like, yeah, fucking say it. Because <laughs> when you're working with somebody like, ah, oh, fuck, man. I When I film, and you've seen me, like, and I'm not going to toot my own horn at all, but I'm going to go by what you've seen. Mm-hmm. When I film something, I will cut a million times if someone oversells or if they Well, undersell. that's the good thing about doing this. Yeah. Like, normal custom matches aren't like this. Mm-hmm. This is the only company I've worked for where you cut... And then you can redo something. Yeah. Like, no more custom matches. If you don't get it right the first time, I mean, there's no going back. You better just do it over. <laughs> oh, my God. I did, and we did talk about this briefly in another podcast, but not everyone's listening to all these, so I'll bring this back. I had a fan who sent me a clip, and he said, hey, sleeper kid, I did this match uh, where this, and I'm going to go fast through this, but, like, it was this girl, um, at the end, she has to take a super kick. You know, mm-hmm. just an old-fashioned fucking, like, Shawn Michaels kind of kick. Okay. And, uh, and she just... Drops, girl goes for the pin, one, two, three. And I was like, cool, yeah. He's like, do you think you can do this? I'm like, yeah, we can stage that out because I can get right in the right spot where the kick looks like it fucking connects. Because mm-hmm. um, we're working with a lot of girls who weren't pros. So if you do a super kick on someone like Sumiko, she's not a worker. She doesn't know how to take an actual impact. I can do a shot where it looks like it really hit her. Um, and someone can do the pop or whatever. But I said, yeah, sure. Why are you asking? He's like, well, I just did a custom with this other company, and I, I want to send you a clip and uh, tell me what you think. And it was something in a ring. I'm not. I don't know who the fuck it was, but it was a girl getting thrown into the ropes. Girl, other girl goes for a fucking super kick. It misses by like a fucking <laughs> mile, and the guy is shooting it from the side. So oh, it's man. it's literally like kick face. Girl takes a bump. Yeah, they'll do that. The girl who kicked looks at the camera guy and does like and shoulders up like. Are you really going to keep rolling? And I guess the camera guy must have given her the go-ahead because she just went into the pen. But to have the worker look at the camera and go like, yeah. stick with that? And that that stuck with me because I was like, dude, I can help. Jesus Christ. Damn, I was sucks. like, I'm so sorry. I'll totally, you know what? I'll shoot three different alternate angles if you yeah. want. You know? And the guy, I did it for him and, and he was very happy with it. But I was just like, fuck. Um... But uh, but like you were saying, we're going back. We're going on a tangent again. But yeah, the idea of this whole bullshit of like, oh, are you gonna, you know, you're gonna put me? I've never. It's only happened once. I'm not gonna once again name names. I have one girl who got mad because she want didn't want to lose to another girl, and it was a girl. Was that, it a pro? It was a pro, and she was like, I'm not losing to this girl, and I'm like, it's a it's a custom match. Like this person asked. Damn, I'm so curious about who it was. <laughs> I know all the pros. I, I will tell you after okay. I cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, depending on how much wine I drink, but no. So, um, uh, so yeah. So she was like, "I'm not fucking losing this girl." I'm like, "Well, then I can't pay you for this custom because you're supposed to lose, specifically to this move, specifically to this kind of pin." And so, it's so weird. We shot all day, and at the end of the day, I came back to her. I was like, "Hey, do you still want to make this X amount of money?" And she's like, "Wait, it's that much?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's as much as the other ones I'm paying you for." And she's like, "Fine." But are you going to release it? I'm like, yeah, I have legal rights to release this. You know, she's like, fine. And she was all It's fucking... not like it's going on fucking YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like. But here's the thing. If you're getting hired by any federation to play a role. Yeah. But it's still, it's not going on YouTube. Like, yeah. not, not millions of people are going to see it, probably. Well, you go to Beyond Wrestling tomorrow. And who do they have you against there? Like, it's, it's like, do you uh, have a current rivalry going it's on? Like, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's Smash versus, well, the first one is me and it's Team Pog. Me and oh, Mephisto fuck. versus uh, Team Alpha Sigma Sigma. 
Uh, officially, I will say that Lufisto has impressed me for many years. Unofficially, I will say that if you ever bring her here, I'll fucking buy you a fucking cake and with like a steak on it. Um, I don't know. Have you ever talked to her about it? No, I never. Mm. I don't know how to reach her, dude. Like, I don't, you know, and I don't, I don't make it a practice to reach out anymore because we have so many local You know girls. how You know how some of these girls are about mat wrestling. That's and what I'm as saying. As soon as you bring it up, it's like, eh. But we are, and people already know this, I'm already talking to a couple people to find me a warehouse space in Atlanta, and I'm going to end up buying a ring. And I yeah. want to actually do a ring set up so I can get people like Lufisto and people like, fuck, um, someone else that I want to work with for a long time. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce her fucking name. I think it's Leva Bates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Like, she's she's got the geek thing where she's, like, dressing up as Iron Man and shit. She's really, you know, she seems to really love the craft. But a lot of these girls won't come to us because it's on mats. Yeah. Um, do, how do you feel about that, by the way? That's another question. Like being on mats? Yeah. Because, like, okay, so we have a guy There's named... not as many options. Well, no. Definitely not as many options. You can't get momentum when you're doing the actual moves, but... But see, that is the right answer to that question. I'm talking about girls who will go... You know what? I'm going to go to my friend. We all know Slim, or Alan the Supermark. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote, what would you say to... <laughs> the way he phrased this, okay, guys, he's being facetious, all right? But what would you say to pro girls that refuse to visit us, Kevin, because he doesn't have a ring and therefore is a porn producer? So, well, yeah. Santiago is a porn producer. Thank you very much. It's about <laughs> fucking time someone said it. He's a great one. I mean, I'll just. I've been hiding behind there. all these bathing suits <laughs> and keeping women clothed. Oh, you've been. You've been in the shadows for far too long. <laughs> I'm like the, the, Come out. I'm the Batman of porn. Um, I mean, you just... People are comfortable with what they're comfortable with. Like, mm-hmm. if they don't want to do it... I agree. I mean... I agree. I'm I'm honestly not sure if I'll ever get signed by WWE because of what I'm doing here, but... Damn it. I mean, I might not get signed by WWE anyways. So, it's kind of like a toss-up there. <laughs> It's getting dicey, though, because there's a lot of girls that have been in WWE that, that have passed, that are, I mean, have gotten, you know, kind of out of it. Although I think there was, a, like I said, I don't keep up with WWE, I don't mm-hmm. have a fucking time, but I know there was that whole thing with Paige recently where she, she got her phone hacked yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, I mean, I don't think that should be an issue. The, the idea that we're going to kick you out of WWE because you have pictures of yourself on your own phone having fun naked time? Like, no, I mean, I think the main thing was that she had a guy come on the title belt. So, I think... What? I think that... Yeah, that was that was one of the things. Oh, shit. I, I think didn't... that was like... I should have done my research that on that. That was the big deal, like the NXT women's title that she had. Oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not do my research. I didn't know that someone actually came... On the title belt. I think that might have been, like, the biggest thing. Right, that and then there be... are people posting, like, that picture and then alongside her, like, having a little kid kiss the title belt or something oh, like that. Oh, God, man. So I think that was, like, the, the big deal. All right, God damn it. <laughs> All right. You just Your shot. eyes just got so wide. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, the other stuff, no, totally fine. But <laughs> See, I okay. I'm going to have to start hiring an assistant to do research for me because I had no idea that... Fuck, man. I mean, all right. So maybe was she trying to get out of her own contract or something? Like, I mean, she didn't release the videos herself, obviously. No, but someone... I heard... That was one of the things that someone said. It was just like, she leaked this because she wanted to get out. And I was just like... I don't think she could have just leaked one thing. You you don't have to leak 
Like, that's the biggest leak I've ever seen of any celebrity. I've never seen something like that. You talking about the one that landed on the, on the belt? <laughs> no, just all those videos and pictures she had. It was crazy. Sorry, that was a bad semen joke. Um, no, so, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. Actually, now that I think about it, so, okay, if it had just been videos of her naked, videos of some guy and her having sex, mm-hmm. whatever, people do that. I don't know why they do it. I don't know why they put that shit on the phone. Because like, when you're a wrestler and you're traveling, I mean, that's what you can masturbate to. I guess. Or you can just, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I mean, like, in this day and age, people can walk by you and swipe your shit. Like, it's just, like, you can be just literally walking I mean, down the street. I'm not saying it's smart. I'm just saying, like, people do it. Yeah, like, people that's do the thing. It. And I'm okay with, like I said, it's, it's your prerogative. I wouldn't do it because I just know that my luck, Yeah. I would be, it would be, like, up the next day. But, um... Um, <laughs> my parents would be calling me like, hey, Santiago, eh, <laughs> estábamos en el YouTube and uh, the title belt and semen or whatever. So <laughs> the, uh, but the thing, the thing with the belt is interesting because like if she, like that's a very exact thing to film. That's like a very exact fuck you to the well, belt. Well, okay. I won't say her name, but there was a wrestler that I talked to recently Apparently, like, having sex with these belts is, like, a thing. Oh, Jesus. Like, when they get the belts. Like, she told me that she and her boyfriend had a belt at the same time, and they fucked with... I mean, they had sex with... I already said fucked, but they had sex with these belts <laughs> on. I, I tried to go back. I tried to go back. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Grace <laughs> is an adult woman who can say fuck. <laughs> Film at 11. Um, that's a thing. Yeah, man. That's That's, like... I don't know what it. I don't know what it's about. I've never done it before. But how ironic is that, man? Fucking for for pro superstars to 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 find that that's a thing that they they want to do that's outside the norm. It almost sounds like a fetish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're getting somewhere here. We're gonna bridge the world of fetish and wrestling. We're just gonna fucking make them crisscross Can tonight, them. dude. So Paige has a fetish for coming on belts. <sighs> or maybe he did. Or maybe he, he did. He, who, yeah. who was the guy? Oh shit! What oh, I don't. I don't fucking. I don't keep up. You could tell me a name, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Don't even. Yeah. Yeah, I I can't remember the name right now, but. Yeah. But they did kick her out. Um, I'm not sure. Oh. I don't think so. Oh. I mean, Xavier Woods, who was like one of the guys in the video, you know, what the threesome guys? video. Oh, there was a threesome. There was a threesome. Yeah, there was a threesome. I well, it wasn't a threesome. Listen, so. <laughs> Let's just say this guy, Xavier Woods, mm. um, allegedly, allegedly, it's very hard to see his face, but everybody thinks it's Xavier Woods. Paige was having sex with him, and then another guy was videotaping. Okay. But for some reason, there was another camera videotaping this whole scene happening. So like a tripod yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And so Xavier Woods, like, um, they did this whole thing where uh, he's in like a, what do you call it? A trios, basically. There's two other guys with him, mm-hmm. and there was so many memes and like things uh, directed at Xavier over the week. And finally, he got on Monday Night Raw, and he mm-hmm. was like looking. He was like the camera panned in on him, and he was like looking really guilty. And then one of the other guys goes, "So, is there something you want to tell us?" <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, whoa, that was a straight acknowledgement. <laughs> Wait, so, but what did he say to that? Oh, he just like, like, it was very obvious they were alluding to that. 
And then he just goes, he just looks at the camera and goes, WrestleMania. And he starts t- talking about WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. There's going to be matches. There's going to be semen on belts. There's going to be hot dogs. And then he did another thing where I think he was make, doing a speech or something. And uh, he said he was going on about things to do. And he was like, and delete your Twitter. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay, so let's say Paige does not get kicked out of WWE. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of groundbreaking for a lot of these people that in the future say, like, well, I want to work for WWE. Well, I think if there's... Here's the thing. I think... Sorry, again. If okay. WWE fired Paige, they would have to fire Xavier Woods, which would be a big issue for them because that's, like, mm-hmm. their big thing right now. That's, like, a big moneymaker for them is those three guys. So what you're saying is that... Um, the repercussions for a woman should be the same as repercussions for a man. Oh my god, I think I actually am. Shit. Dude, we That's are, deep shit, right? We're ripping open some new ground. There's like blood coming out of the floor. Um, and people were saying like there's going to be so much backlash if she gets fired. But Paige did fucking customs for um, the, the company I mentioned earlier from uh, uh, Florida that you yeah. haven't worked with yet. Yeah, a lot of girls have done customs. That are in WWE right now. And so that goes back to that whole fucking horse shit thread we were on where I was like, why is this such a thing? And you know what? Like, if I found out that Brad Pitt was in a porn when he was 18, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop watching fucking Fight Club. It's a good fucking movie. Like, why would I suddenly go like, Brad Pitt st- stuck his dick in somebody in front of a camera? Wow. Well, say goodbye to my money. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're a good-looking young person. You you find another good-looking young person, and you fuck, and you think you're so good-looking that you want to film it so you can yeah. watch it later and fucking do it. You know? And and it's a human thing. So for someone like, like Vince McMahon uh, to go like, well, that's a sin, but let's have Edge and Lita, you know, fucking copulate on stage in front of kids, that's fine because, you know, I'm making money. It, that's, that's the thing that gets into my fucking problem zone. And so when someone... Like you said earlier, the talk, you, you made a statement that kind of bothered me a little bit. You were like, well, you know, WWE might not let me work for them because of what I've done for you. And I'm just like, but look at all this other shit. Yeah, but I mean, it's the reality. <sighs> but if Paige does not face repercussions, it sets a precedent where any other girl can come and be like, yo, you did mad customs. Like, yeah, but that girl fucking had a dude come on a belt <laughs> and she's still working. You no, know. you know what I think is the most funny is like that page got so much backlash and basically, you know, these guys were being praised. Like they were like, Oh man, good job, blah blah blah. Dude I mean, dude alluded to it on live TV. It is classic and it, was okay. it is classic fucking like it's the it's the bullshit that you grew up with. It's the it's it's what I grew up with. And I love my father. Um, he's not listening to this. He's Misogyny like, is still like my dad isn't alive. No, my dad doesn't know English, um, but he's no English. No, no, oh. he's, he's still like he 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 he's good at it. He can he can fucking nail a few words here and there. But my dad is very much like a Spanish speaker. But it's that double standard of like, um, my daughter wants to date a guy. Well, guess what? Not like fucking not on my watch mm-hmm. over my dead body or. Um, the moment a guy shows up, like, the parents treat this person like he's already a criminal and they're trying to, like, screen him for, like, prior, you know, offenses. However, when I was young, 
um, my sister was treated that way. My sister was like treated in such a way where it's like she she's seeing somebody that's 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 and she was like eighteen, and they're like that's uh, unacceptable. The moment I started dating, my father was like, "Do you want me to take you over to her house and drop you off for a couple hours?" And I'm yep, like, that sounds what? about right. That's crazy. And my dad would volunteer, and I'm like, "No, she's doing homework, man." You know, and <laughs> no, come on, I'll take you over there. I'll just pick you. You know, I'll tell, I'll, just, I'll go, I'll go get some groceries, and you know, I'll come back and get you. You know, we're like, well, dads. I don't. I've heard about this more often, like recently, where dads will like get their sons to lose their virginity by buying them a prostitute. Oh yeah, that happens all the fucking. That's been happening since the beginning like, of time. You, they would never do that with their daughters. No, Can you not in that? a like, million you know, years. Dar- you know, honey, um, I think. I think Janet really needs a dick. <laughs> I she's eighteen. She hasn't really dated anybody. Do you know anybody? Do you work with anybody who's like looks like maybe they're packing? Like, but what's crazy is do you have a belt. These, you have a championship belt. We can. Some of these boys aren't eighteen. No, that they're getting them to lose their virginity. They're like fourteen years old. I was. I was. I'm not gonna fucking. God damn it! I'm putting my dad under the gun. But I was not 18 when my dad was like, "Do you want me to drop you off?" And he wasn't saying "go fucker." He was just saying, "Hey, go, go." I, I don't know what it is. Is it, is it like one of those things where like, I hope my dad, I hope my, my kid's not gay. Oh my God, he likes girls. Let me Maybe. reinforce that. But that's going away now. Like now, it's slowly going away in some places where like, if if I had a kid and he was gay, I'd be like, oh. God. <laughs> all right, dude. This is so much easier. Thank you. And if I had a girl, she was gay. I'm like, all right, fucking, you haul it. Go move in. Go, you know, whatever. But um, but yeah. So there is a double standard. But that double standard could lead to an amazing, amazing precedent for for female wrestlers. Because if if Paige is allowed to stay on WWE uh, after doing what she did, which as you described was pretty intense. That opens up a whole new door for people who have done. I mean, but that. That's well, yeah, thing. of course they're gonna say, "Oh, well, Xavier just did this. Paige did all of these things." Oh and... no, he was in the goddamn room. Well, he wasn't in the room when the other guy came on the belt. No, he was filming. No, he wasn't. There was different videos. There's like a bunch of different videos. Okay, you see, this is, guys, I need an assistant. If anybody wants to, <laughs> anybody wants to be my my research assistant for this, you can email him. Email me at um, who gives a fuck at yahoo.com. Um, so okay, so we're gonna move on. Um, <clears throat> got any more good ones? Oh, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, Slim, I hope we answer that one to your liking. Uh, I, I do think that we did. Because wow, I don't even remember what the question was. It we was, just went off on like. <sighs> What was the question? This was made the podcast so fun. And it was the whole, like, if you met a girl who said, like, oh. Oh, wow. Matt wrestling? Oh, ew. Well, it's better than normal customs. They have sugar-free Red Bulls downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we have a fucking thing of razors. Yes, a thing of razors and Q-tips. And there's some extra makeup under the sink. We bought... Um, Jordan uh, food from Moe's earlier. Yes. Um, and she went in there and fucking diva the fuck out. She like I went in there and I was like I just want, <laughs> I want a couple of tacos. Jacqueline's like I want a fucking burrito. And she was like like I'll have a steak burrito, but that steak looks like it's <laughs> been there way too fucking long. Make me some fresh steak. I did do that. <laughs> it looked like shit. I was. Well, I mean, if it was that. like if it was if it looked like purple and shit, yeah, you don't want to eat it. It looked just dry and shriveled up. And she was like sh- literally scraping the bottom. I was like, mm-mm. So how did you phrase it? Where you were like, can you make me something? I was just like, as she was scooping, I was like, can I get... I think I did the, the tea slug. I was like, can you uh, perhaps 
get some more on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nice way to say it. You could have been really like bad about it, but that was good. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> dude, they work there. They understand. They know that that thing's that shit's been there for like fucking six hours. Yeah, it's been there since lunchtime. If anything, they're probably taking bets on who else is gonna eat it. Oh, <laughs> they're like, okay, we're down to the last scrape. <laughs> Do you think this next guy's gonna eat it, or you think, <laughs> or you think she's gonna ask for like fresh? Oh fuck, she asked for fresh. <laughs> What is it Jacqueline said earlier? She's like, that was a big mistake. <laughs> I love my wife. Okay, so um, so yeah. So basically, uh, how the fuck? I just asked you about mats, and we're back on. So yeah, we do have, guys, we do have razors, and um, uh, we have There's sugar-free Red Bulls. There's all kinds of things um, in mini waters. We do have a lot of water. Um, we have air conditioning. And, as, and they have a movie theater downstairs, right next to the shooting okay, room. Okay, so we do have a movie theater next to the shoot room. It, it does seal the deal for a lot of wrestlers. Yes. They'll come down and be like, I don't know if I want to work here. Like, oh, Can I watch this movie? Everything here is amazing. Oh. You're so sweet. <laughs> mm. But um, this is my own, yeah, my own open call to, to pro wrestlers. And, and there's been girls that have worked for me who I never have expected to work for me. Like when, when Kong showed up. Mm-hmm. Kong showed up at my house. I was like, fuck. Like, Here's a question. Do you post like, like... Oh, open call for pro wrestlers or anything like that? I used to, um, but it wasn't even pro wrestlers. I just would do a thing for models and wrestlers. Like, I, I did it on Craigslist oh. a long time ago. Oh, like I mean, for, like, on Facebook. Oh, you mean, like, an open call? No. Yeah, like, just say, oh, if there's any pro female wrestlers looking you know to what? do more customs work. That's a really good fucking point. Um, the thing that usually happens, and this is going to sound... Um, it's going to sound egotistical, but... A lot of uh, female pros that do custom work have heard of us in some way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. they, they'll eventually contact me and be like, hey, I heard um, of you through Jordan or, or through Lacey or through, you know, Angel. Um, God, who was it recently that uh, Mutiny, Canadian pro wrestler, who's also a fetish model, but she's really, really good pro, uh, had somebody that knew her and contacted us. So it's, it's I don't really put out an open call, but... A lot of girls like yourself that come to work, I'll say like, hey, if you have somebody who wants to try out and you think they'll be okay with doing this kind of stuff, bring them down. So we had a girl named Austin Madison who came down who was a, a, a worker from like Tennessee who is now pregnant. Congratulations. Um, thanks for ruining customs for the next nine months. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm really happy for her. Um, but uh, we have like Roxy and, and Tiffany Rocks. Uh, they called themselves the Rockettes for a while, but they would bring girls in. Fantasy from Tennessee would bring girls in uh, just because they were just like, you've got to try this. And, and usually we get a lot of new blood uh, of girls that were coming in and they were like, sure, I can use the extra X amount of money mm-hmm. because they were going through what you were going through, which is yeah. like, hey, I just went to a show and I got, just got stiffed and I got paid five bucks mm-hmm. for, for driving six hours. That's the issue with t- Tennessee workers. And they had no razors. <laughs> There was not a single razor in that bathroom. Oh, no. There was not a single fucking Red Bull. Um, by the way, Red Bull, like, if they want to pay me to, like, fucking push their shit, dude, like, every time we have a wrestler here, like, they'll open up my fridge and be like, are those fucking Red Bulls? Like, is that what wrestlers eat? Stop buying the regular Red Bulls. Stop it. No, Jacqueline likes the regular Red Bulls. But they have so much sugar in them. But she she hates the, the, the fucking fake sugar. She says that shit gives you cancer and... Oh. AIDS of the butt or whatever. Honey! There's no solid <laughs> proof. 
And it's the synthetic sugar she says are bad for you. Aspartame. What is that? That's a synthetic sugar. Is that like NutraSweet? What is that? Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah, she hates that shit. Um, but she'll buy both. Like, I mean, it's okay to have both options, right? Yes. Okay. So if someone, yeah. Well, 27 grams of sugar is more than sugar than the average person should have Yeah, but have what if somebody day? just like fucking like really likes sugar? I don't know. Yes, dear. Oh, I was asking. So she was saying, like, don't buy the regular Red Bull. Like, just stick with the sugar free. <laughs> but I know that you have a thing against, like, synthetic sugar, right? I do. So my thing against that is because it's chemicals. It's not natural. And so you're drinking shit like fucking aspartame. <laughs> That's what we were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> she just said aspartame like it was a good thing. Man-made sugars are not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't affect your blood your blood sugar. But as as real sugar does. It's a fucking chemical and chances are that it will cause cancer. <laughs> How do you fucking know? Like wouldn't you rather just eat something natural from the earth, like unprocessed? Well, I mean that's a, it's a Red Bull. So <laughs> I, I mean, feel yeah, like already already it's it's, it's not You haven't been to job. the Red Bull fields of Ohio? <laughs> They you're, grow natural there. You're They're already amazing. doing yourself a disservice by drinking a Red Bull. Like, yeah. fucking, like, add the aspartame sprinkles on top. Like, oh, my God. Is, this is going too far. How awesome would this be if you and Jacqueline had a rivalry based on... Uh, oh, like, my God. Like, like sugar content? But it would be... Like, it would she be, brings, like, a bag of sugar out, and yeah. I have, like, sweet and low. I'm like, come on! <laughs> and you would just both, like, be... It would be the fastest match... It'd be like three minutes long and like 18 different moves. Like, oh, that's a real one. Chemical is Sugar wins. Sugar's going to win. It's just both you guys on different kinds of sugar. That's funny. Shampoo is better. Okay. Um, so um, let's move on because there's some really good ones here. Um, uh, what does it say? Does it bother you? What the fuck? Fetishes versus wrestling. Uh, needless to say, a lot of stuff in wrestling is fetishized. Uh, examples, boot fetishes, gear fetishes, pantyhose. Okay, that's, that's fair. But how much of that do you feel pertains to the stuff you do inside and outside of the ring? Does it bother you at all that some people see the wrestling as secondary and you as their primary object of attention? Um, okay, so I don't quite know. I think what they're trying to ask is... If a guy comes to see you in a ring, mm-hmm. uh, he's not really looking. He's at not the wrestling looking for the ability. wrestling. He's looking at you. Does that bother you, or you're like, "Fuck it, you paid the ticket, whatever." Yeah, I'm pretty much like, "Fuck it." I mean, yeah, basically, you pay the t- you, you do what you want to do. Like people come to see the Bella Twins. Like, there's I'm sure that split down the middle where it's like half want to see how they wrestle. Wait, let me back that up. Maybe ten percent want to see how they wrestle, and then like yeah, the rest are just basically like, uh, twins. Because <laughs> I've seen them wrestle, Jesus. and like I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily blown out of any kind of water. Most of the promotions I'm at now, like my wrestling ability is definitely like the focus. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, but there's guys who, I mean, I've like, seen. Like I could probably look like complete shit, and if I wrestled well, <laughs> I would still get booked. Well, you look fantastic every time I see you. But we have That's guys, awesome. we have guys who. I know there you are. Oh, there you are again. This is going to be the podcast like five hours later. There you are again. And, <laughs> and there she is again. Uh, we have a digital uh, photo thing that, that, that like... That's such a child thing to do. That's me. That's like, that's me. Oh, oh, there's you and John. And there's a hot dog in there. 
Oh, that's very sweet. Um, so, but cause I do go on Twitter and, and Facebook, and there'll be guys who are like, Jordan Grace, fucking phenomenal power, amazing skill, <laughs> love, hashtag badass. And then, and then other guys are like, Jordan Grace, hashtag thick, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag With two C's. No C-K, yeah. two C's. <laughs> T-H-I-C-C. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing, man. Is that like Bay? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Bay and then like was it? I don't know. We're talking about it in another podcast. Or like I'm 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 done with like the fucking lingo. I don't know. Bay was the one that told me. Oh, there she is. Man, I Bay know. and doing dabs and fucking hanging with your squad. I don't know. So, but there's guys who are like Jordan Grace, amazing worker, amazing talent, and there's other guys Jordan Grace, fucking thick with an extra C or like hashtag dad ass. Um, and then it becomes more like, okay, they're objectifying you as yeah. opposed to like the wrestling. But if it doesn't bother you, that's very commendable because it doesn't bother me. I just like, I just take it in stride. I would do the same you thing. You should read my DMs though. It's kind of ridiculous. Oh, you post them though. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, what? You should like, this fucking guy, forward them to me. This guy, I forwarded you? This guy messaged me and was like, oh my God, I love your tits. Like that's all I said. <laughs> And I was just like, I can't even post that because that's just so, just like, blah. You're not even funny or unique. Yeah, you're like, out of all the, the weird DMs, you're like at the bottom of the Yeah, bell. exactly. Like Jesus Christ, you're like the Channing Tatum of DMs. Or a guy will be like, oh, I've been following you for a while and I just watched one of your matches. I'm like, okay. Good. And, and? That's it? Yeah, that's it. And I didn't oh. respond. Yeah, but why would you? I don't have anything to say. Like, you've been following me all this time. You haven't even seen me wrestle, but you've been posting about me. Like, hi, Julia Roberts. I just watched Pretty Woman. It was pretty good. Oh, God. Please reply. <laughs> I, I, you, have a, you have a future in this business. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the Pretty Woman. Um, Richard Gere is, is also a good up-and-comer. Um, no, so, but yeah, if you get those, like, fucking just screenshot them and send them to me. Because gotcha. I, I get bored. Do you want me to read you one of John's? Because John's been getting some weird dude, ones. Dude, fuck yeah. I, I want to get weird ones. Oh, man. John's I mean, been getting some, some weird ones, I've dude. Gotten, I've gotten some weird ones. Oh, man. This is going to be good. I had one guy who wanted to see me, like, in a thong. That was awesome. Okay, so this is this is from a guy to John. He said, hey, sorry to bother you, but you're an awesome wrestler. And then okay, John okay. is a nice guy. Yeah, of yeah. course. He said, hey, Martin, not to bother at all. I appreciate your message, man. I thank you. Thank you. And then... Damn, John is really generous. That's a really good reply. Yes, until he got this message back. Hey, Jonathan, thanks for your message. Hope you had a great Easter and hope your week is going good. Good. I am weird, even though I like girls. The thing I like is a wrestler with his Speedo or wrestling pants to give me the stink face. I'm weird. Sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Everyone gets cut from a different cloth. Okay. That was kind of wild. You know what would be great is if John, like, replied the same way he replied to the first part. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, no, I know. Speedos, yeah. Stink face. Really good. And then I don't know if you ever if you were friends with John on face on Facebook, but he just now opened his Facebook to like be a wrestle wrestling page because mm. he didn't have a wrestling page for a while. He just had a personal page, and he opened it up, and he got a post on his wall like last night, and it was like, "Hey, sweetheart, you're looking really good." Blah blah blah. It's from a guy, and he was saying, "Hope uh, hope we can meet up sometime at a show." XOXO. 
And it was just really weird. And, like, it got, like, 50 comments on it from John's <laughs> fans and family and stuff. Oh, my and God. And John was, like, go, he was, like, so mad. He was, like, this is why I shut down my my page in the first place because I kept getting shit like this. What? Okay, so would it have been different if it was a girl? I don't know. Maybe. But he gets a lot of, like, weird gay stuff. Well, John, okay, so let's just clear this up for people who don't know. John's a good-looking man. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a very handsome dude. Um, and, and, you know, good on you. And, uh, and you're a beautiful lady and, and you guys are lucky to be with each other. All that good stuff. But he is a good looking guy. And he's also a public figure. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be people from all walks of life who approach him and say, yeah, hey, I cute. think you're attractive. Now, the thing that is not okay is to assume that he's going to be like open to just like, hey, let's meet up at your next. That's, yeah. yeah, that's not cool. If he just said, hey, man, look, I'm a gay male. Uh, not that he would identify as a gay male. Like, hey, dude, I'm a gay guy. I think you're a beautiful man. Um, and I'm a huge fan of your work as well. But you're also handsome. And, and, and more power to you. And please continue uh, your success. Yeah. At that point, John can go like, thank you so much. I support people of all sexual, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and thank you for not making it. You know, not he didn't, like, the person didn't make it weird. Not making it super weird. Exactly. At least that other guy said, admitted he was weird. He was like, I'm sorry. And he sent, his, he sent a private message. Very weird. He didn't <laughs> post it on his wall. It's like, can you stink face me in your speedos? <laughs> um, Pay you $500. I just, I'm going to hashtag that. Hashtag, can you stink face me in your speedos? And, you know, and like I said... I've, I've grown to be one of those guys who doesn't find any fetish weird anymore, like, especially through this podcast. Thank you. Speaking of fetishes. Oh, fucking ask away. I was recently followed mm. by someone <laughs> on Twitter. I'm not really quite sure what the fetish is. Santiago, what did you, what did you say it was? Okay, so I got a message from, from Jordan a while back, and um, she said, hey, this person started following me on Twitter. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Um... How should I proceed? And then I looked at it, and it was it was basically uh, you can name her. What's her name? Um, let me see. Because she seems cool. Like, and once again, fetish. I mean, fuck, man, fetish is a family. We're all we're all we're all strange in many ways. Her name is Kelly. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do one further. I'm gonna go ahead and fucking give her some props. So Kelly, uh, Twitter at Growing Kelly. Um, her Twitter t- um, intro says, I'm a fat princess who likes getting fatter. Bigfatbestfriends.com for clips. Check out my wish list here. I'm not going to list your wish list. You deal with that. Uh, so <laughs> Kelly is is what we call a BBW, which is um, big, beautiful women. It's, is that finish? Yeah. Uh, Kelly looks like she may... I feel like it's called something different. Like, because I think BBW is like... <laughs> it's a federation. <laughs> No, I mean like. Are they out of Nebraska? That's like a different level. I well, mean, yeah, that's true too. But you can also look at her. Okay, so let's. Oh, you're right. Okay, so let's look at her hashtags. Hashtag BBW. Okay. Hashtag Feedy. I don't know what. I guess girls would like to get fed. Okay. On camera, or not like, but they make money off of getting fed on camera. Um, hashtag force feeding, feederism. I haven't heard that one yet. Hashtag fat. Hashtag gaining weight. Hashtag female feeder. Um, so this is a very overweight woman um, who is making money off of the fact that she's overweight and she's capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. Now she followed you and you contacted me and you were like not sure. Because I thought, because you know, you know a lot of fetish people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that you would know her. 
I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like Hispanic people. Like, okay, I know. I, <laughs> I know that, but still. Yeah, I met this guy named Pedro down the street. He's, you know him, right? He sells tacos. Mm. But yeah, I was just very surprised because obviously, I don't know. I did not know that that was a thing. Well, you are. I mean, I know that bigger women is a fetish, but I just know that, like. Obese. Yeah, I didn't know mm-hmm. that that was like a thing that people liked in force feeding. That kind of thing. That actually, I had found out about like a year ago that there was a thing where like you would videos of girls getting fed who were already overweight. Or and you know, there's obese. there's feeder trainers oh. where like they train you to to get morbidly obese, like basically. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm not really sure like how it actually all works, but. But how much of that is um, like role play? Like how much of it is real? I don't know, but it's like contact me. If you, it's like, it's like a personal trainer ad, but just kind of the opposite. Jesus Christ. I just feel like it's like if somebody with anorexia was like, oh, (laughs) message me and I'll teach you how to be anorexic. (laughs) Come to my house and refuse me food. Um, No, it's weird. Um, I mean, not weird, goddammit, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of it before. Teach their own, right? She's making fucking way more money. Yeah, than and that's one of the things that I think I admire about you is that you approach this from a very uh, cerebral uh, place where you were just like, instead of saying like, this is just very strange or this is weird or this is fucked up, you came to me and you were like, hey, what can you tell me about this? And that's that shows that you have a very open mind, which I appreciate. But at the same time, we've never really discussed that particular fetish on this podcast, which no. is the... I mean, BBW we have because there's a lot of girls... Who would see, you know, anybody who is not the norm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've someone like there. Sapphire, someone mm-hmm. like you, who are, I consider to be curvy, beautiful, powerful women. Yeah. Uh, people will just go like, Jordan Grace, hashtag BBW, hashtag <laughs> thick with two C's, you know? But this girl is a completely different, that's a completely different level. Yeah. That's like B B B B B B W. Like, she's a big girl. Um, my problem with that... We talked about this earlier. Please don't send me hate mail on this, guys, because I'm not going to read it. I'll fucking delete the shit out of it. But when you are... And once again, I believe... It's a tough fucking call because I believe in everybody... As long as you're not hurting somebody else and if that's your lifestyle, if you want to be that big, um, go for it. You know? Mm -hmm. That's fine. But from a health standpoint, it's... Oh, I couldn't recommend it. I couldn't recommend someone going like, you know what you need to do is eat a shit ton of food, get huge, and then have somebody feed you on camera even more food, and then you can make some bucks. But you know what? I bet that the people that are like that make a lot of money because there cannot be that many of them, right? No. So there's probably just a select few out there that are just like racking in this money from these people. It's a very specific body Yeah, it's very specific. So if what I said seems ignorant, I apologize. But like what I, I think of it in terms of like my own life. Yeah, I we're think just talking it, about our opinions. Yeah, that's how we do. But like I also think of it in my own life. Like I, I started going to the gym like four years ago with Jacqueline because not because I like it. You know, I fucking hate it. I don't. I'm not a big fan of going to the gym. I mean, there's a couple of times where it's, it's cool. Like I feel like I'm in the movie Rocky or something. But um, there are moments, you know, you do it because you want to be healthy. You want to live this life. You yeah. want to live to see sixty and seventy. God, maybe eighty. But when you are, you know, at a certain weight. But like we were saying before, like, maybe it's not 
up to them. Maybe it's not it's out of their and control. That's the, and we are going to get we'll to that. But we'll never know. We are going to get to that. Now, if you're doing it on purpose, and like I said, I have nothing against girls that are overweight. I have nothing against people who are, you know, uh, what what culture calls fat. Like, I really don't have anything against you. If anything, like, I, I think SKW has celebrated all kinds of different um, body types. I don't care. Like, I... Like, there's girls who are big because that's just who they are. There's girls who are, it's genetically in them, they're going to be big girls. And I'm like, fuck, you want to come work for me? Let's do it, you know, because you're beautiful. But if you're doing it, it's a tough call because if you're doing it and you have the option to not be that weight, then you're you're doing damage to yourself. And me, as a producer, I want to see you be around as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And... Um, We've had a lot of girls that have worked our, our, our you know, our mats uh, who are big ladies. But I have a feeling that it's just, that's their body type. The, some of these girls look like they're really trying to stay there. Yeah. So and they they're trying to get bigger too. Like, because I see things that are like, this is my weight, blah, blah. They're kind of like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, you know how we would have like progress things? Like, this is our weight this day. It's and like a progress we, report. And then we yeah. lost weight. They actually like say that they that, oh this is how much weight I've gained. Oh shit. Okay, so now you're celebrating the fact that you're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, like that's... which at this point everyone most everyone knows is not a good thing. I mean, maybe it's a work, but I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it totally could be just for the fans. This is a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all kayfabe. Um, fuck. All right, you know what, guys? That's a really tough one. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna send me some, y'all messages. should inform us. If you know anything about it, definitely and, and let us know. You know what? To the girl we just talked about, I just gave you a shout out. Fucking contact me and uh, and let me know. Actually, if anything, she'll be happy to know that you mentioned her on your podcast because she's obviously followed you. Yeah. Um, but th- that's an interesting question because, like, you are. She has way more followers than me, by the way. She has forty thousand. Fucking shit. Yeah. So she's, she's racking it in. Um, Jesus Christ! Now, now, do you do you, are you comfortable with your current physique? Do you feel like do you have a, a, a specific goal you want to hit? Like how are your own self goals? Oh when me, it comes I'm to like because I've seen you like I mean you you I mean Jesus Christ! Uh, I've always wanted to lose weight and look just super fun. I just want to look like the cartoons I'm drawn as. Yeah, but like, that's my goal. <laughs> But as we all know, like, you know, like, everyone has different body types. There's different metabolisms. There's different uh, bone structures. I mean, I'm not super comfortable with, like, mm, my body right now. But, I mean, I wear a singlet, so (laughs) I don't have to worry about it too much. I saw you in a bikini earlier. You look fine. And you're working out like a motherfucker, Um, you know. And you're, I feel like it's Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, her power levels are like (laughs) 5,000. So, yeah, but I mean, like, once again, my opinion doesn't mean shit. Like, your own self-opinion is what, what matters. But it is interesting to, to note that because, like, you have a physique that is, uh, is, is very singular and I think amazing um, in the world of female wrestling because you, like, I've, I've, I'll have pe- people go, like, hey, who are you working with next week? And I'll be like, it's Jordan Grace. Who's that? Because they don't know wrestling. And I'll pull up pictures from your... Facebook, where it's oh, there's this one shot of you like picking up a girl from like, like I think for like a power bomb. Yeah, but, and your yeah. fucking biceps are like, yes, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, holy fucking shit, and they just lose their minds. So they're just like, holy shit, and then there's a shot of you like with some dude over your shoulder, and I'm just like, this is how powerful <laughs> she is. So it's do do you feel like is there anything that would you trade that for the world like that that ability to have the strength and the power and the, that kind of thing for like going for a more traditional look because I, I don't 
I mean, I personally don't think, you know, I think you're fine. No. I mean, I'm always really trying to get stronger. I think mm-hmm. that's, I think it'd be awesome to be like the strongest female wrestler in the world. Like, that's Amazing. that's my biggest goal. Like, to just the, be able to The, the Mark Henry of female wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> Except Mark Henry was a big, yeah, he was a big dude. He was a big guy. Yeah, a big guy. But you have the... But it also sucks that I'm short. Like, most girls in wrestling are taller than me. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you can pick them up over your fucking shoulders. I mean, I've seen you do, like, fucking, like, gorilla presses and shit. So, like, it's... That was literally one time. Okay. Gorilla press. One time. But it was awesome. (laughs) But, um, I could see that happening. Because there's really not a lot of... Yeah, think about it. There's not like a whole lot of powerhouses out there. There's just it's the, the 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 whole diva thing kind of like fucking ran over wrestling for a long time. Yeah, but well, you know what knows me the most is like big girls, like big tall girls, and they cannot lift anything. Like they're not strong. It's just it it, it blows my mind. How often do you come across that? Pretty often. Is it usually like oh out like doing matches and stuff? Like I can think of. I can think of like five girls off the top of my head that I've worked before recently that just they're big and they're just they're not like strong like they can't do a push up like you know what that kind of th- that kind of thing I fucking yeah and that's the thing that I've talked to Jacqueline about a few times because we were, we were talking about we have some friends who are like super like okay so we had a um, we Jacqueline hired a couple of guys uh because she wanted to see if she could get different males to be bad guys, right? Okay. Her, basically, her version of a heel, which would be the, the guy who attacks the girl, knocks her out, carries her around. And so 90% of that is just you lifting and carrying. Mm-hmm. And so one of the reasons I still go to the gym to this day is because I have to be in her videos. So I, I've i got a, you know, there's this one girl who was like fucking six foot and like, you know, really heavy. I had to carry her around for like an hour. And I, I was like, I can't do that if, unless I'm going to work out. But there, there's a lot of these guys that are bodybuilders, for example, who they look great. Like, mm. I mean, the busting out of their shirts, but, but they're then, not strong. But they, you know what they call it? It's called like popcorn muscles. <laughs> Is that the thing? Is that what they call it? Yeah, it's because they just look big, but you know, they're just like there's nothing inside of them. <laughs> they're just light and airy. <laughs> oh my god! You like, never heard of that before? No, I never heard. Shit. Oh, I, right. heard, I heard the term vanilla from you. Yeah. I heard the term popcorn muscle. Look how much we're learning. Ladies and gentlemen, popcorn muscles is a thing. Um, so I, I knew a couple of guys that were like, like they looked great on camera. They they were just bulging. And then you would ask them to do a carry. And like within like a minute, they're like, <laughs> cut. And so I'm assuming, I don't know where that comes from. I'm, I'm not a gym guy, like in terms of like the, the science of it. But I'm assuming it's because they just go into just like the sculpt. Yeah, or it could be steroids. Or it could be steroids. I didn't say that. <laughs> but yeah, so it was... But I've had... Yeah, I've had some girls that are... But I've had girls that are big that can fucking lift. But then there's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some girls that are like ripped and um, they can't. They can't do a like a, like a torture rack. Yeah. We had a girl recently, and she wouldn't mind if I named her, but I'm not going to. But she's... This girl's ripped. She looks beautiful. Um, but I think it's just... DNA, because she said, like, I've always just been kind of muscly. Yeah. So I asked her to do a torture rack on a girl. She could not get her up there. And I was like, okay, we'll move on to something else differently. It's okay. Um, but yeah. Could be the other girl's fault, though. 
<laughs> gotta think about that. Actually, maybe you know she, what? Maybe she wasn't jumping you know, enough. You know what? This, this other girl really was jumping. Like, she was jumping. <laughs> she really was. This other girl knew what she was doing. So she was like, okay, come. And the other girl's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so, uh, but but the girl I'm talking about, uh, like, it, when you meet her, like, she's she's very, she'll tell you. She's like, yeah, I can't lift shit. Okay. She's like, I look this good, but I can't lift shit. I think you might be working with her soon. All right, so... Yeah, what else we got? All right, we got some good ones here, guys. Are you having fun? Yeah. All right, good. All right, so... Um, you recently got a situation with a fellow wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, have you ever sustained any injuries? Uh, also, what are your biggest pet peeves about the business? Um, not any, like, serious injuries. Nope. I've just gotten black eye, like... You're lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky. I don't know what it is. I think I just like have learned to protect myself over the years from different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much as far as that's ever gone. So just gone. like shiners and shit like that. Yeah, okay. just like really stupid stuff. Bruises, obviously, <laughs> everywhere. And what was the other question? My what are your biggest pet peeves? Um, just people making up rumors. Like that's my biggest pet peeve. And not getting paid my fee. But that hasn't happened in a while. No, it hasn't happened in a while. But it's still my biggest pet peeve. Oh, Jordan did say something to me today that was great. What? And uh, you said uh, that you're now getting paid more for live than you are for taped. Yes. Which is, I'm so happy for you because that's... That was not how it was when I first started. No, that's fucking great. And we'll have to talk numbers later because that's, that's, I'm I'm curious. Um, uh, Okay, so this is... How many more do we have? Not that many. Okay. You getting tired? <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. How long have we been going for? Uh, I think like almost two hours. Oh, dang. Doing good. All right, we'll do some quick ones. Um, uh, okay, some, the question is, who is the worst worker you've ever encountered? Um, and who's the best? No need to name names. Now, you don't have to necessarily go to the store, but like, give an idea of like what you don't like in somebody that you're working with. Like, what like, I what, don't like. like. And it goes back to the pet peeves thing. Like, what drives you fucking crazy when you're working with somebody and also is there somebody that you would just love to sing praises to um girls that don't post girls that don't know what the what they want to do in a match like savannah lynn come here savannah (laughs) sorry my dog's about to go eat catch it okay sorry put savannah up too she's about to eat uh jubilee's poop all right go ahead girls that don't post Girls who don't know what... Um, what I say? Oh, girls that don't know what they want to do in a match. Like, if you ask them, if you go up and ask them, they're like, so, uh, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like... Oh, shit, that How happens? do you not... That happens. That's a thing. Like, it, it actually, like, it's crazy to me that that happens. Um, man, and there are so many girls like this. Well, here's my own personal question on that one. Let me interject this. So, obviously, when you come to my site... I have custom scripts for you. Yeah. And if not, then we just make shit up mm-hmm. as we go. When you work some of these promotions, do you have the guy come up to you and be like, okay, so you're going to defeat so-and-so, but it has to be this, this, and that? Nope. Or what do they do? Um, they just normally tell us who's going to win. They like, Okay, they tell you who's going to win. And if it's if it's some kind of like angle, they'll tell us the angle like, oh, you need to cheat to win. Okay. That doesn't, that happens very rarely though. Like it, but normally it's just like, oh, face heel, she's winning the match. That's it. Okay. 
and how long it is normally. But and that's usually the, to, it's just a really it's a guideline. And you have to discuss because mm-hmm. then with WWE, there's like you know storylines, and you have to go in there and cut a promo. Yeah, and they have uh, they have agents, so they have the people helping them put together their matches. Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh, that must be fantastic. That that would be like having a fucking assistant to do research for me. So I I would know things like Paige had somebody come on a belt. Um, so when you're in that situation where you're like, okay, I'm in the locker room and there's a girl I haven't worked with yet, and they say, okay, Jordan, you've got to fucking win this. It's face heel, like you're the face, like, and then you go to the girl and it depends on who it is. Okay, so let's just say this is the worst fucking possible scenario. Okay. All right. So worst female wrestler I've ever worked. Sure. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I won't tell. I won't say when it was because it was too recent. Okay. People will know. So just, just a, like I want to say it was like two months ago. It was the same day I actually booked the ticket to come here. Um, I found out I was wrestling this girl. <laughs> never heard of her before. Um, it was in a state that I that you know, bad wrestlers are known to come from this state. It was in the south. Um, and I was like, okay, <laughs> so we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> what is no. I'm trying to be vague. I thought we were going to say like it was in a state that Pat was like a state of inebriation or something. Like that. No, I won't say that because then they'll know. Oh, I'm only, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and so I go there and I'm already thinking like this is going to be the most basic match I've ever put together in my life. Okay. And I will tell you it consisted of... I, I can call the match right to you right now. That's sure, how simple it. it was. Fuck it. Um, this, so basically, I told her, you know, we're going to... I called the match. Um, we're going to chain around. Um, we're going to do a bump feed for the shine, which is the simplest thing you can do for the shine. We're going to do a back elbow for my cutoff. Gotcha. We're going to do um, no double down. We're going to do another bump feed for your comeback, which is also... Which is the no... Wait, no double down. What? You said no double down? Yeah, no double down. What does that mean? It means, you know, like, when both the wrestlers are down and he's counting, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, just went straight into her little comeback thing, which was, again, a bump feed, and then right into the finish. So, that's how simple it was. That's, like, the most basic format of a match you can have. And it was probably, like, to, to people up in the Northeast, they would look at it and be like, wow, that match was so just, like, Vanilla, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, but the guys, the, the people there were like, "Wow, that was the best match we think she's ever had." <laughs> that's what they were saying. That's the best match she's ever had, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's insane." <laughs> Holy shit! Um, but yeah, I think the biggest moves were a bulldog and a DDT. Okay, and that's it. It's like nineteen eighties. And I did a bear hug, and that's it. Gotcha. But oh, shit, I haven't seen anybody lose to a bear hug. I, that's like my finisher now. Is it? Yeah, i have like been having people tap out and Sweet. fall asleep to the bear hug. Good job, girl. Yeah. I feel I feel like I may have had a small part in that. <laughs> Dude, because you think about it, like when you see wrestling now, like um, it's usually massive impact moves. Mm-hmm. It's never like a slow thing. It's always like I, the last time you saw, if someone can email me, the last time you saw a sleeper hold on on fucking WWE, it would be at least like 1999 or some shit. It's just like people don't do slow moves anymore. Nope. Like, shit. Even submission moves are meant to be tapped out in within like five seconds. It's just like when when Dean Malenko would get you in a fucking I don't know sharpshooter. Yeah. It was just like 
done. And there was no like, hey, reaching for the ropes, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it, that hasn't happened. So for you to be able to use the bear hug, I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to show you a clip later. That's one of my favorite. Like that's one of the, the fan favorites, actually. I'll show you a clip later. I have a good clip. God bless him. Okay, so um, let's go on. So uh, my friend Gemma Rocks, who is uh, she's a fucking cool chick. Uh, she is very smart, and she asks. She says this, and I'm going to say it in her accent because I've I've heard her speak. Um, <laughs> shit, no, I can't do it. Um, you are epic in the ring and in the studio alike, but what are your long-term plans? In 10, 20 years' time, do you see yourself still performing in the ring, behind the scenes, producing your own wrestling video company, or do you see yourself out of the industry and exploring other pastures and adventures? Um, I definitely don't want to be in wrestling my entire life. Um, if I'm not signed by like my late 20s, and I'm not making enough money, I'm probably going to stop wrestling. Do you think you might produce? Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, like I I'd said, be I've so been happy. dabbling in in the customs like business kind of. I like I like competition, so that'd be fucking awesome <laughs> if you would start doing some killer shit. Um, and what else was the question? What am I doing in ten, twenty um, years? Yeah, I want to get married and I want to have kids. You want to have the little ones? Yeah, I want to have little babies. My little sister is literally already pregnant. I'm so jealous. How old is she? She's nineteen. God damn. Yeah. She's beating you to the punch. I know, right? So but she, is she a pro fucking wrestler? <laughs> no. Exactly. See, has she ever gotten a black eye? But I don't want to be reason? like I don't want to be wrestling at like thirty five and not have any kids and just like been doing the same shit for how long would that be? Twenty years at that yeah. point. All right, you're being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like forty. That's all I've been doing. Uh, I have no kids. <laughs> and but you're successful. I don't want to be like in the same exact spot. Oh, well, that's sweet of you to say. Um, all of this because we have a lot of razors. Um, basically, so, yeah. those things are expensive. Ladies and gentlemen, those like, are the fancy ones. If you, yeah, that's, that's it's not like the dollar store razors. No, that's that's how you know someone's doing good if they have a bucket of razors downstairs. It's the are, triple blade. The triple fucking blade. Yeah. You know With what? With the grip on the handle. I can promise you right now, if you go, the guy who created Facebook, I don't know, what's his name? Mark. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. If you you go to his house, no razors in the guest room. (laughs) Not a single fucking one. I've, I like, I'm pretty sure you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. Or there's one and it's made of gold. (laughs) In like the bones of of dead, uh, poor people. Um, Okay, so... Uh, Gemma, that was a really good question. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Uh, David Fisher uh, asks, who is one pro... Wait, wait, let me see. Um, he asked me who is one pro I think would do good. Uh, who is one pro that you think would be amazing, yeah. I mean, just... I mean, I um, wouldn't say Lufisto, but... That's just amazing cool. is such a weird word because in this you have to have like certain facials and you have to like really learn different things. Like... Even I have, like, difficulty doing some of the stuff like Sumiko does. Mm-hmm. Like, the eye rolling back and stuff like that. Like, she's so good at that. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's, anybody it's like, would. It's like, it's like microsurgery. Like, yeah. It's like, when you're doing pro wrestling in the ring, there's stuff that you can do that's like a... I mean, when you sell in a ring, do you feel like you have to, like, overdo it? Just so people in the back can kind of see no. what's going on? Or do you mm-hmm. use basic sell? Like, someone gives you, like, a brain, like, you know... Fucking, I don't know, let's say like a pile driver. Like, you're not gonna pop up and do like this yeah. really big cell. Nope. You're just gonna boom, flat. You're not gonna take a brain buster from like, you know, Mercedes Martinez and like, you know, do a huge oversell. Nope. 
but here, it's like some of these guys feed off of that 80s style selling where it would be like, you know, I mean, the Rick, Ric Flair is one of my favorites because that guy would, he would, he would sell a forearm to the face for five minutes. <laughs> and God bless him because he got us all these fans who like that kind of selling. You know, Carlito was another one. Like Carlito was like, I would get people emailing me, hey, can I have a girl do a Carlito sell? I'm like, what does that mean? And he would send me a clip. Carlito Carlito would get, he would take a suplex and sit there for five minutes. It was like, ah, and I'm like, (laughs) all right, you're good. So um, I would think someone like Lufisto, um, I've seen some of her matches where she just, that girl can just sell and she can work and she's just really, really good. I'm pushing Lufisto here, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Um, yeah, that's very apparent. She's fucking amazing. (laughs) And also she's your tag partner. Yes, she is. I'm going to build a ring just so you guys come down and do some shit. Um, the next one is, um, what is Doom Defended? Uh, we already talked about that. What was your worst filming experience? We already talked about that. Uh, what is your favorite wrestling finishing move? Actually, that's a pretty broad topic, but yeah. I'm sure you've had a few over your career, right? I'm trying to think about it. You have, a, you have a new one, right? What? You told me about your new one today. What was that? Made in Japan. No, that's not that's not a finisher. That's a signature move. Oh, goddammit. It's not a finisher. Alright. Um, but that is a cool move, right? That would be a finisher for me. Yeah, that's a that's a sick move. Yeah. Um I couldn't yeah, I wouldn't have anybody. I think my favorite finisher right now, it's not an actual move. I think it is the bear hug. Oh god. Yeah. Good girl. I've been doing it. I've been doing <laughs> it, man. But you know what? It appeals to that idea of you being the strongest female wrestler yes. in the world. So it's like that whole, like, guess what? You're getting crushed kind of thing. That's fucking awesome. And you know what? I think tomorrow, well, we have a couple of shoots tomorrow coming up. We could totally work that in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're a spoiler alert. There's going to be some bear hugs. Um, it's working with the girl from Kingdom. Oh, you wrote that. Okay. Having to reshoot again? What? Is that working with a girl who couldn't get anything right? What was having, the question? It was the, what was your f- worst filming experience? And you were oh. working with a girl who couldn't get anything right, having to reshoot it again. Is that something? Oh, that wasn't even my worst shooting experience, but I was just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was here, actually. Um, and there was this girl, I'm not going to say her name, but she just, like, she kept forgetting. Like, it was, I had to do a big move, like, a lot of effort by me and then she was supposed to do something else after that and she kept forgetting to do it mm-hmm. and so I had to keep doing the big move over and over again and I was like getting so blown up because she just couldn't remember and I was like yo like this is insane I think I remember that yeah holy shit Fine. I just remember being like just so frustrated I was like God. and part of that is my fault because I'm one of those guys who is like Let's do it again until we get it well, right. So, yeah. I mean, if she, she wasn't. I mean, she, you got to do it right. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, like, like I said, that's one of the pitfalls of this whole experience. I actually, I'm actually very impressed that the worst shoot experience you've had was in my house. Um, <laughs> that's not. I, I didn't say that was the worst. <laughs> oh, one of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst. But it was it was more annoying than anything. I was just like, God. But I understand that. I understand that because like you, and that, that's one of the things about my company that that is very frustrating. And I don't mean it towards the girls because I never do. But you're putting seasoned pro wrestlers like yourself against girls who have never done this before. Yeah. Like not even like not even like hey you go to a show and there's a girl there and you're like hey what do you know? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. That girl at least made it far <laughs> enough where she got invited to be at that show. You're dealing with a girl who may have just walked across the street and been like what do I do today? 
and you're like, oh, I'm gonna give you this thing. So that makes a whole lot of sense, and and I appreciate um, you having the patience to not just go like, <laughs> fuck this shit. Let me get a sugar-free Red Bull and go outside for a walk. Uh, but yeah, so SKW is not perfect, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so Michelle Arias, uh, we're down to the very bottom. Uh, we had, what is your favorite wrestling finishing move? I think we already established mm-hmm. that. That was a bear hug. Would you like to invent a new one? I mean, obviously, everybody wants to invent their own I mean, finisher. that would be, of course, that would be amazing. What if you went like from a bear hug to like a fucking... Like a, every single move has been like already invented already besides like crazy flippy shit like I can't think of like the Japanese girls may come up with some fucked up shit but like because I've seen some Japanese clips earlier like someone was sending me Japanese clips and they're like can you do this and I'm like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> that girl's probably dead it's like no I don't think so they're fucking insane they're fucking did you work in Japan at all no not yet. They're fucking crazy. Actually, at your age, you might be too old. Because they start them at 14. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the time they're like 21, they're like, you're over the hill. Go work for WWE. You're going to need to retire. You're probably going to need to retire because most of your bones are made of steel <laughs> at this point. Fuck those poor girls. Um, okay. Um, favorite KO move? Uh, yep, we've already done that. Pen. He's asking which SKW attacked me. You want to take down a pick? Uh, Stephen Carter created uh, a, a group called The Perfect Dreams, which is Sumiko and um, Lucy Purr. And you destroyed Sumiko recently in a bedroom. So yeah, you you did your first bedroom match. Yeah, that was my first one. So was that weird when you were like thinking like was that that feel too fetishy for you? Where you're like, oh my god, I'm in a bedroom. That was pretty weird. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was that was the weirdest one I think I've ever done. <laughs> Well, what was it about it? Was it the setting or the moves or just the setting? That's it. Like that's completely it. Just the setting. I'm gonna let it be very comfortably silent for a second. No, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, that that's you're. I thought you were listening to something. I was like, what? Is oh, I don't know. Like? I think my my wife is talking in the next room. Oh, she's like laughing her ass off. Something. I think she's playing a video game. Oh. So what was it? So let's talk about that real quick, and then we'll end it on that. So um, it be because uh, it was a custom, and mm-hmm. Stephen Carter ordered it, and he wanted you to be basically you're hiding behind like this bed, and Sumiko's talking shit about you, and like you attack her and you beat the crap out of her, and, and then they it basically, that's what happened. It was just in a bed, just like just a setting. I was just like, well, I'll do it, but <laughs> I've this is kind of weird. <laughs> So how I think that... I I think I posted like a picture of it, and someone was like, "What are you doing?" And, and I was like, "I don't know. I was wrestling in a bed." I mean, I guess it could be like a false count anywhere kind of thing. Like right? maybe I was more like a I don't know, like not for me, but I feel like it had like a sexual feel. Like I feel like guys would look at it and be like. That could be more sexual than just entering downstairs, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. What would be what would be a more neutral spot, like like the backyard or something? Like, like the couch. The couch. Yeah. All right. So the because a bed is like you know, you have sex in a bed and you sleep in a bed. That's oh, what... I mean, but you could also fuck on a couch. I mean, true, but not that many people. <laughs> Who hasn't fucked in a couch? True. Raise well, your hand. bed. Jesus Christ. Uh, you could fuck like outside too, like there's wood. I mean, wood. you could there's technically like, fuck anywhere. You can fuck anywhere. You could have sex in a wrestling ring if you wanted to. Exactly, forest but, sex. What? Forest sex, I've heard is a thing. 
I thought you said forced sex. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I did not hear that was a thing, but. (laughs) Yeah, you know, right. That's that's a thing, right? I was just like, oh my God. I should should probably show you tomorrow's customs before we shoot them. Oh no. It's just going to be forced sex. No, um, uh, yeah, so it's, but that's an interesting thing, because like, I, I, it was, (laughs) I just heard my wife make some sound. Uh, What the fuck is that? But, um, um. I, I didn't know that you felt that 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 uncomfortable with it. I mean, I didn't feel that uncomfortable with it, obviously. I mean, obviously, obviously you did something. it, yeah. And also, you were working with someone like Sumiko. Yeah. Who's fucking professional as it gets. Uh, oh, and that actually begs the question... Actually, no, let's back up for a second. So, um, so that video... I hope Stephen Carter's listening to because he's probably like, oh my god, I didn't know that I put her in a situation where she felt she was uncomfortable. I, I mean, it wasn't really that uncomfortable. No, it, it was just bad. like... Well, I'm doing this. <laughs> and you know what it is? It's it's this weird, like, I mean, I think it stems back to a lot of fans. Um, <laughs> bless you. The first experiences of them, like, just wrestling was with friends, like, on a mattress or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of guys who constantly ask for, like, mattress or bed wrestling stuff because there's, like, that's how I, I started wrestling. Or there's, you know, the girl that I'm... And you know, I fell in love with, or I'm married to, or whatever. That's what we started doing, like the wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. So it extends to that. But um, but yeah. But the thing is, I know that you know, if I ask you to do something, or if I ask you if you're okay with something, you're going to tell me right off the bat, like I'm not. Yeah. And just because I know it's not like it's not meant to be as anything like weird. Like yeah, if it, it was, was a, a different place, I'd probably feel different. But also the theme of the custom didn't have any of that no it no. wasn't like jordan plays a girl who secretly has a thing for Sumiko. <laughs> you know and then you're trying to yeah it wasn't anything yeah like you that. weren't trying to like entice her onto the bed it was more like you caught her talking shit and it happened to be in this bedroom so um so okay so um uh this is probably a, a pretty obvious question but out of everyone you work with here who have you had the most fun working with Mm, the most fun working with. I've worked with a lot of people here. I know. And if you can't remember names, that's fine too. Fuck, I can barely remember people. And I, I, I like to work with Anne Marie. She's like, she's really easy to work with. And she's light. She's light. Mm, oh. I like to work with her. Anne Marie has been singled out as like, the, like, she's like the, we were talking about earlier, the whole jobber thing. Mm-hmm. She fucking embraces it. Because she goes in there and she's like, I get to lose? Fuck yeah. And then she just loses her ass Yeah, she's off. super chill. And she like also, her. like, she'll sell the shit out of stuff for you. I, uh, yeah. Anybody else? Um, I'm trying to think of who I've... I've worked with Anna Marie a lot. Like, I think I think definitely she's, like, the main person. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with Sumiko last time, and she was really easy to work Sumiko's, with, too, though. Yeah. She was, like, down to do some crazy stuff. We did, like, a backflip off a wall. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, Sumiko <laughs> is... Uh, Jacqueline calls her the golden goose because, like, we can shoot anything with her and it's gold. Uh, you're actually the same way. Like, I can shoot... I, I mean, shit, the thing with you today, fucking you and someone who's not even really there, it's going to sell. It's going to sell pretty fucking well. And, like, uh, um, you and Sapphire, like, that fucking sold yeah. really well. And... Actually, we need to get you back with her before she decides to retire. She might she might back off for a bit. So I'm gonna have 
We're going to... Uh, sorry, spoiler alert, guys. Uh, <laughs> Sapphire may not be holding on to that title much longer, but she is still holding on to it. So until further notice, that's what's happening. All right, so last but not least, any last questions you have for me or... Are you like, fuck this, burn the house down, I gotta get out? I asked you my only question I had for you at the very beginning. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of any other questions. That's good. Mm. That means I've been an open book. How was I as your first uh, pro wrestler on the Fetish Podcast? Oh, shit. Um, you know what? This has been a really good one. Because like you... We, Do you we, feel enlightened? No, we talk... I mean, yeah, but we talk a, we talk a lot of shit. Like... <laughs> I know. Between, I'm gonna get heat. No, you might, <laughs> yeah, you might, you might. But. I did say some names. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even drinking. This is. I know. Great. Oh my god. I'm like my third glass of wine. Um, guys, I think we've addressed everything. Did you get anything on your Twitter that you want to talk about? Anybody? Uh, let me take a look. I did, but there's. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fine. I'm gonna check mine real quick. Guys, just so you know, it's like 12:30 at night. And I've been up since 5 a.m. Um, guys, you guys realize she's 21 and I'm 40 and she's already <laughs> fucking tired. So you know what? How, when did you wake up today? Uh, 10 a.m. Okay. We got five hours. <laughs> Age is just the fucking number, man. Just because she was, what was it you said? Like 20 years older than me? Yeah, my bedtime is 10.30. Son of a bitch. But you know, uh, the elderly are more like to be night owls. Wait, wait, the elderly are what? The elderly are more likely to be night owls. I mean, yeah, because they're like trying to hold on to as much time as possible. They fear death in the night. As would I. I, I do oh, I meant I thought you were the elderly. I'm not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, we're going to have a match. Okay, so after uh, after Jordan and Jacqueline have their Red Bull match, um, <laughs> we're going to have our night owl match. Uh, that would be a good gimmick, though. It'd be like, you want some sleep? I'll, I'll wear, like, yellow and you wear black. I'll be like, the, the day, you'll be the night. Yes! <laughs> and then it'll be like, time for that nap you want. Oh, God. Um, okay, so ladies and gents, uh, this has been our first ever uh, podcast with a pro wrestler and not a fetish model, which I'm very... But the thing is, I, there's a lot of themes that have crossed over mm-hmm. and you have a very open mind um and i think that's that's a commendable thing because there's a lot of girls that we would have on here that probably would not um not say anything bad about them but like they just there's some girls who you know once again you're doing pro wrestling and i'm just trying to make my money guys yeah yeah and just like the girl we mentioned earlier on twitter you know you 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 got to make those ducats you got to fucking pay those bills mm-hmm. make sure the lights on and uh and that's all that matters in the end and uh we're I, I think the secondary thing that matters is having a good time when you do it and you have done that you you managed to find a job that you can do you can get paid and you're also having a pretty good time doing it for the most part yeah my life's pretty good mm-hmm so until next time um, we'd like to say thank you to Jordan Grace everyone that we mentioned tonight um, sorry (laughs) sorry we name dropped you I'm not sorry Uh, (laughs) I legitimately hate you (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah uh, we had a blast so we'll see you next time and uh, until then bye adios